This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got <laughs> kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame, three underscores, three one three. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's my birthday weekend. Let's go. <laughs> Yo. Let's go. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 286 mm. on you hoes. Uh, yes, man. 286 weeks. And a uh, happy early birthday to you, my Thanks, brother. Man. I'm not trying to 40. Trying to twenty twice. <laughs> no, nah, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta embrace the forty. You, you know feel me? Like it, it feel, it feel different. You know, I remember like the first <laughs> crazy shit when I turned thirty. I remember I went to CVS. <laughs> Good job. That's a exciting <laughs> weekend that you had there, buddy. No, I'm just saying. Like that weekend, I remember going to CVS and trying to talk to this woman, and she asked me, she's like, "How old are you?" And I had never said it out loud. I was like. Like I remember the, the, <laughs> the pain, the like, pain of having to say it. Like I was thirty. Oh, I couldn't wait to be thirty. Like that shit just—it didn't hit me at first, but now, like, nigga, that's ten years ago. I'm, I'm forty fucking years old. Like, first of all, I like I made joke about a lot of things. But I thank God that I'm seeing, or, or God willing, I'm going to see my fortieth birthday. You know, I'm going through some wild shit, especially in the last five, six years. Us recording this podcast. With my health issues, you know, with the kidney shit, almost losing my foot. Nigga, we've recorded podcasts and like you can hear the medical equipment beeping in the background because yeah. I'm literally in the hospital bed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I done had a seizure. I done had other kids. <laughs> I done lost yeah. a parent. Like yeah. life has gone through so many different cycles and all of my worst shit, I done survived and I'm still here. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's a and big And I'm deal. still standing. Antoine Fisher vibes. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm thankful to God that he has allowed me to see 40 years of life. I pray I get at least another 40 summers. 40 summers. Out of this body, man. Yeah. And, you know, after that, another 40 more. Like, I just want to I really, I wanna live. I really only want to go to 102. You feel me? Um, it was what on one. You wanted to get 100 and then do your victory lap. Yeah, I did say that. But so my whole victory lap is going to last a whole year and a day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I got it. The victory lap is the whole next year. 
Well, damn, that's still one on one. All right, well, all right, I'm good one on one. Okay. And um, and I want I want as many of these things as God gonna let me have, man. That's what's up. I like. I literally want. You know, I used to. You when when you're younger, you feel like you're gonna live forever. You feel like you're strong. You know, ain't nothing gonna stop you. But like, nigga, morality is real as fuck. Mortality. More, yeah, morality. <laughs> morality is real, also. <laughs> I don't know. More, I don't know if I'm damn going. <laughs> mortality <laughs> is real as hell. And like, yeah. nigga, I wanna, I wanna live, man. I wanna see these babies grow up. I wanna be a grandfather. I wanna, you know, do some more traveling. Get married again. You might be a grandfather next year. No, I'm not gonna mm. be. I'm not gonna be a grandfather. Bring me home a diploma. Before you bring me home a baby. There you go. That's all I'm asking for. Your son graduated from high school. He got now a diploma. Now bring me home a college diploma. Something I can do. So- <laughs> Nigga, I can't, I can't light that high school diploma on fire. Bring me home a college diploma. Because mm. you're going for free. All you got to do is just show up. Just bring me home. I don't know that that's how it works. I mean, you have to do your work. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, the well, most niggas go to school worried about how I'm going to pay it, financial aid, like, you don't have that monkey on your back. Like, dog, just bring home a diploma. That's all you got to do. Maybe you need a little bit of monkey. Because, like, if you don't got no care in the world, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah it's free. Yeah. Working at CVS is his monkey. I mean, his little job. Like, look, I, I would. I don't know what the other side of life is like where, like, I could have just did something and didn't have to worry about no responsibility. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to work. I had yeah. to do, you know, other shit. So, being able to give him that life or like, yeah, you could you working cause you want a little pocket money. But like literally all you gotta do is go to school. Like yeah. I don't know what that feels like not to have that pressure on me because I had to perform under a different level of pressure. Yeah. So I'm but trying he did to do the right things to set himself up in order to do that. Yeah. So I'm trying to take some of that off of you. Yeah. So like just just go the easy route. Like, and I tell my son all the time, like, nigga, I'm your litmus test. Like look, look at your dad's life. Now, not to say I didn't have some. But your son think he better than you. He does, and that's you know what I'm saying. So like, and they think he's smarter than you. Like, yeah, but that was you. I'm not gonna do that. And and he says some shit like that to me, and that's fine. If that's what your 18 year old life thinks that you got it figured out, God bless it. Because yeah. I th- I thought I had it figured out at 18. And if you think you can do better than what I've done, I challenge you to do so. Because, you know, my life ain't all glitz and glamour. Yeah. But what I do try and tell them, I said, nigga, you are 18. I am 40. I'm 22 years older than you. And while it may seem like a world of difference, it's not that much. You 18. You got a four. You got a brother that's about to be five. So, like, I'm still in the game. Like, don't don't let it like you. <laughs> you you see me taking your brother to kids footlocker and going to Chuck E. Cheese. Like, this could be your life. Like mm-hmm. you don't you don't want that for your Saturday. Yeah, for sure. So like just just go the easy route. Finish school. Yeah. Well, listen, man, speaking of birthdays and all that shit, man, today, while y'all listening to this, if you smart and listening on the day of the drop. Uh, yeah, because uh, it's my, my party tonight. Yeah, that's what I'm okay, Yeah, I just wanted to I, I just wanted to plug that also. Yeah, you got you a costume? Oh yeah, I got my costume. I don't got one yet, though. I got my costume. <laughs> I don't got one yet. I, I went this morning and looked at some shit, and that shit was pretty whacked. So um, I tried to get in touch with this lady who do, like, makeup and shit because I wanted her to make me light skin. I was going to go as you. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go as Dame Gone Wild. I think that shit would be funny. You know what I'm saying? And this be wild. You know what I'm saying? Get the get the. Words I'm, not, I'm not wild anymore, though. Um, but it's a Halloween costume. Okay. So I still might. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? I hey man, my, I look forward to it. Uh, I look forward, but I do have a costume, so I will be in full full character tomorrow. Not just costume, but character. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I could get them. You know the ones the kids be done. I just have to get some beige, <laughs> and you know they gonna think I'm not lightening my skin, niggas. I, you know I'm, I'm I'm perfectly fine with this wonderful caramel cole- uh, complexion. But um, for I might be light skinned tomorrow. Okay. Well, I look look. I want people to come out, just have a good time, buy up these hookahs, and you know, like just kick it. I got a, a cool young DJ go come out and turn shit upside down. No, I, just gonna have a good time. Now, before the cameras and the, and the microphones turned on. Come on. Come on. Because you was trying to confront me with something. Damn, I, I, and I know, and I figure I know where you're going with this, I and just, I'm going to answer your question. I just feel like it's all cap, man. Like you've been saying, Dame said he was coming uh, man weave in 360s uh, for his I, I am I am coming man weave for my birthday. Your birthday is on Monday. It is on Monday. Now. I spend a lot of time on YouTube watching all the barbers, and I see how they put them units and shit in. You don't got no hair. Okay, so this there has been an alternate the uh, uh, alternate in the plan. I'm going bald fade. But you need hair around here I, for the blend. I just need a little bit of hair around there, Jason. Nigga, it's, you got a bald head, a fresh, a fresh cut. Like, I, I have hair in like two days, so that's cap. Okay, Cap. it's going. It's, <laughs> it's, it's lying. Though. It's going. It's going down on Monday. It's going down on Monday. I would have done it on Saturday, but just because my new dialysis schedule, and then when I got to deal with shit with the party, I just didn't have the hours in order to make it happen. But come Monday evening, <laughs> y'all are gonna get a. We gonna have a group Facetime. You gonna have a Timmy? Cause you don't got no hair to blend it in, my Jay. Nigga. Jay, I, me, me and my consult, me and my hair consultant have already had this conversation. It's going to work, and what another thing that's going to help it is the fact that I have a full. Be- I don't need, I don't need to go over the vision with you. <laughs> my, Just listen, understand that, I, like, I've it's going. This, I've seen this process so many times. Do you, you know, know somebody that has the process? Yes. Okay. Well, Jason, you're gonna know two people then because right. come Monday, Damn. I'm gonna be bald. I told you I want to be referred to as the wave from now on. When you see, if you see me with a do rag on next week, don't don't say shit to me. Don't say shit to me. Not one motherfucking thing. Now listen. Don't man. ask me what time it is, what color the sky is. Don't say shit. Yeah, we've been doing this shit for about six years. You know what I'm saying? It's been a minute. You guys know us for the most part. Dame talks a wonderful game. It's, it's excellent. I'm one of the best shit talkers in history. In in history. What? But come Monday, come, there's gonna be a group face. There's gonna be a group time. FaceTime. Come game time. Like I'm 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 rooting for you. You had one job. Don't ask to touch my hair, is all I'm is, is the only never, thing I'm gonna ask. I would Just never, don't, I would never don't ask to touch my waves. man's hair. Okay. Oh boy. That shit is out there. They're gonna be the deep waves. In any event. Deep waters. How was your week, my brother? Oh man, week is amazing. Uh, look, I ain't even gonna lie. I'm trying. The spirit kind of rose up in me. I definitely did some nigga shit at work this week, mm-hmm. and it's my brand new job. And I didn't like necessarily. You know how you just had like a knee jerk reaction to something. Yeah, I just went straight naked. And you know, this is like a uh, you got to chill for six months before. I, I know, cause I'm 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 not even a full I'm like I'm not even hired in. It's just a contract job, so I'm trying to trying to be cool. And I just thought like it was real quick, so like I reeled it back in. I was like, well, maybe nobody noticed because mm. it was real quick. 
And I'm thinking like the day is going on. Ain't nobody said nothing. It's almost 430. And that's when my day in, man, about 410, I get an email from my boss. And she 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 jumped the email three sentences and she get right to it in sentence number two about the nigga shit that I did. And I was like, fuck. Mm. I thought I I thought I passed. But you know how we was talking like last week that one thing can snowball you? Yeah. I I picked up the phone and just like, you know, I admitted to it, like, look, it's my bad. It won't ever happen again. And hopefully we can move forward. So listen, man, that's interesting. Because I gotta watch that shit. It's interesting. This new job pays me so good. I just don't want to lose it. I just want to work here forever. Interesting that you bring that up, man, because uh, a situation like that occurred today, and I was on your boss's end of that okay. situation. And, you know, somebody who reported to me um, had a bad moment, you know? Now, this is probably the worst call I ever heard in the last <laughs> 18 years of, of doing this type of work. You got a fire on bad? Yeah. Damn. Yo. So when we did the review, they just resigned. <laughs> they resigned like immediately. They knew what time it was. I ain't never heard no shit this bad before, dog. 15 minutes of bad. Wow. Like, you know, when you, you, you've you been there before, you have a, a bad interaction. You they was like, cooking. Oh, shit. I mean, out they of was a, cooking. Out of a 15 minute interaction, 13 minutes of it was bad. And it get, get worse and worse. And, I was so flabbergasted because, like, it was so out of character. <laughs> or so I thought. But, like, hey, man, you got to be careful with that shit, man. Because waking up today, I mean, before I got to work, my boss sent it to me. That's the only reason. Damn. I, you know what I'm saying? So before like, you, know, you even started work. Yeah. So, like, before. Hey, this needs your attention as soon as you log in, my Yeah. Day. Before I got to work, nothing in my brain said somebody was not going to be on my team today. You know what I'm saying? And then within a matter of four hours, it went from choo, choo, choo. Yeah, man. But hey, you got, you, we got to be careful with that shit, dog. You know, that's that's probably like one of the, the things that I don't enjoy about like being in a supervisor capacity. Yeah, man. It's like firing people. Because now my last job where I was a supervisor, I ain't going to front. I was on nigga shit for five fucking years. Like from the day that I started to the day that I left, just a niggerdom. But I remember like being in a meeting and HR was like, you know, you've turned over five, the amount of five teams. Like I had fired like 40 people by that point. And he was like, I just want to ask you a question. Does that say more about the employees or you? You'd be like, it says more about HR and hiring practices. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right, what right, I thought right, in my right. mind is, is that y'all hiring idiots. You know what's so crazy? I have been in leadership since 2008. I ain't never termed nobody. Now let me explain. I've written up so many terms, right? Right. They either never come back to work or they all quit. I've never actually did the determination since 2008. Now, when I first started, my boss was like, I need you to get rid of somebody within your first 90 days. And I said, I'm on it. <laughs> what type of shit is this? Because she, oh. she, she was like, they don't, she's like, they don't believe that's like you're authentic. Because they, they, at the time, they didn't hire like supervisors from the outside. Everybody was yeah. homegrown. So like I was the first supervisor they ever hired from the outside. And she's like, they don't believe in your authenticity. She's like, I need you to find somebody and get rid of them. And I and I drew down. I knew exactly who I was getting. I said, Tom, getting the fuck up out of here. Hopefully that's not his real name. That is his real name. Jesus Christ. Tom was a white man and I had to he had to go. 
Like, nigga, this nigga, this nigga tried to roll up on me in the break room. So, Tom, I want to just come on, man. Tom had to go. Two guests that we had on there. Shout out to Ro and shout out to Tariq. They both came on here and said, "You know, people listen to this, right?" right. <laughs> like, I won't give out Tom's last name then. Yeah. But he, Tom, let's say Thomas had to get the fuck on. It's too late. To change it's right. now. Yeah, uh, he had to get the fuck off. He had to get out my face. Yeah, that's nigga crazy. tried to roll up on me in the break room about some shit he was dead ass wrong about. Mm. Fuck that nigga. That's wild. I I fired one of my baby mama's friends. And I hated this bitch so bad, I would rehire her just to fire her ass again. <laughs> you got it. Now, dang. Man, I, fired, I give a fuck. Man, let, let's introduce I fired her the day before her birthday, nigga. She had balloons and cake at her desk. Nigga, I didn't even get that shit back to her. I threw it in the trash. I threw that shit in the, I boxed her shit up, and I threw the cake and the balloons in the motherfucking trash. Wow. Fuck her. Fuck her. Let's ask your baby mama if this is if this happened. Oh, she she because old girl called my baby mama from the parking <laughs> lot. She's like, you know, your baby daddy just just fired me. She's like, what you want me to do? Mm. I I rehire her again just to fire her, just, nigga, just to see the. Disc- what she do? She's just a terrible employee, and I could have let. You know, I, I ain't even gonna front. I was I just wasn't a good supervisor at the time. Calling a nigga a terrible employee. <laughs> yeah, I just wasn't a good supervisor. And like, if you. I had this thing like if you try me, like it just it just click a different button. We can't we can't never be back cool. Yeah. Because once you decide in your mind that you're gonna try me, oh that's what you think this is. Yeah. So if you want to, like it, so now the level of respect that we did have is dead. Mm-hmm. It's just gone. She tried me. Yeah. And she didn't have to because I was looking out for her. Bitch asked for ten days off consecutive. <laughs> which if you work in a call center, you know like nigga that's some short term disability or some shit. Yeah. No short term. Yeah. I'm going to take 10 days off for my birthday. I'm like, that's a hell of a ask, but she had the time. Like, we typically don't do that shit, but like, I'll figure it out. But I guess I wasn't moving fast enough for her because she was making, you know, I'm buying tickets and doing all of this. And she went over my head and made it look like I hadn't done nothing. Mm. Now, I showed my boss the paper trail. Like, look, I've been talking to these departments to get the time off. So, like, I've been working, but like it ain't like she want a weekend off. She want two weeks paid. Like the shit ain't. It just don't. It just don't happen like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's protocols and shit. So, yeah. I'm, so I confer- I'm like, uh, you know, I had a talk with such and such, and she told me about your concern. But I'm like, you got the email chain. Like every time I reach out to somebody about your days off, you know, you you getting it too. Well, I'm just trying to. Okay. So, you know, I'm doing my part. And then she fronted on me again about something else, like about a call audit or something that didn't have shit to do with her. So I'm like, all right, so now the battle, you're going to get your 10 days off. Yeah. For sure. And she got them. 10 days off. Every every 10 days, you get another 10 days off. I fired her the day she was supposed to leave for her trip. Fuck you. Don't come back. Nigga, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Cold-blooded. You ain't met a nigga cold as day. Cold. You ain't met That's a nigga serious. cold as day. Man, on that note, uh, we're going to introduce our guest before we get to our, uh, and some other shit, man. Uh, we got a special guest in the building today. Uh, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. He guy. on West Coast yeah. time. Hey, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> What's going on? This is William from Regal Empire Dobermans, man. I really want to say thank you to y'all for having me out here. For sure, man. We appreciate it's, you it's coming special. through. Yeah, Fresh special, off the special. plane. 
Fresh off the plane. Just Coming from Atlanta, you, though. Okay. Coming from Atlanta. I'm just noticing that you have your a full body picture of yourself. Now, on now, your now, now, most people don't do that. Most people don't do that. They do not. I'm changing the game. Okay. I'm going to change the and game. And you're on the throne. And we're on the throne with the, I with do the have dogs a, around. I do have a shirt with me on it, holding a cup of liquor, and the shirt says, Is it full body? I, I'm Jay Johnson, bitch, on the front of the shirt. You know <laughs> but is it full body? Uh, No, it's about three. No, it's not. Okay. Okay. See? Yeah, that's... that's, that's you can put that on the cover of the source. Like that's yeah, that's that's a legit picture. It's Do you no, have that somewhere in your house? No, not yet. You should, you should not yet. The cover of AK, whatever the dog joint is, magazine. There we go. Right there, you go. AKC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, listen, man. So this week, I um, uh, I went and bought uh, finally. I've been wanting this shit for like three years and shit. You ever heard of that Bartesian shit? Yeah, man. You uh. With all the different It's the liquors. liquor Keurig and shit. You know, you press the button and you make all this shit, right? So finally got to open that motherfucker up, got that bitch put together and shit, go back in the box. Then give me those little cups to move the liquor shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is It's just a unit. That's all you buying. It's a la carte. Yeah, a la carte to the motherfucker. I'm thinking like, you gonna give me a tester. You, you know what I'm tricks. saying? So, uh, so I had to, you know, go buy some liquor and shit. Well, go buy the different types of liquor and shit. And uh, I, I found something new today. What's that? Who the fuck knew that Captain Morgan's was from? I knew that Captain Morgan's was from. Yeah, I never knew. First, I don't know. Where did you think it was? I don't care. I don't like and I ain't oh. never been there be like, yo, let me get some Captain Morgan's and shit. I've I got like a rum and coke before, but I've never in my life I'm like, damn. So I went to group thread like, yo, what's a cool rum to get? Cause I need, you know, cause like I like I have no idea what any rum is called. I'm a kayak, tequila. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Know you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. Throw some Siempre in there? Of course. You know what I'm saying? I, I got some Siempre. I got some uh, Casamigos. One of them joints, they say Hornitos is like work better, but I'm like, I'm not about to buy no extra tequila one. We got a nice sponsor. Uh, gave us some premium tequila Siempre. Only uh, tequila we drinking around here. That's goddamn right. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I, I got my shit. I went, so I went to, head to Amazon. Yesterday, I actually went to so many different stores and no one physically has it in there. So I jumped on Amazon and got some same day delivery shit. Now, ain't that a bitch? Amazon is doing some amazing shit. That's I don't know right. how they do it. Yeah, man. I mean, they probably cracking a whip on them motherfuckers in that fulfillment center in a way that we ain't never seen before. No, it's pretty easy. But so when you in that Amazon game, yo, that shit costs a lot of money. Cause the only way that you can do next day and two day or same day you got to have a bunch of your inventory just sitting around the country because, okay, you're on the West Coast or hopefully it's some shit in San Diego in this fulfillment center. And they charge you, Amazon charges you weekly, monthly to, to, to hold that shit there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then you have to have enough inventory to just be there. And so hopefully you, you put all this money up, you got this inventory. I hope you got a product that somebody going to like want to buy. I'm going yeah. to start selling my puppies on Amazon. I mean. For real? It's never been done before. Okay. I want to do it. A warehouse full of puppies. Wait, that's illegal, ain't it? That's probably illegal. Okay. Illegal. Well, never mind. We're going to figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Uh, how, how was your <laughs> week, did. Will? My bad. I ain't want No, bad. go ahead. Go ahead. Because you was talking about purchases. I did purchase an air fryer this week. I almost did. Shit is life changing, bro. Yes. Why does everybody Shit is say that? life changing. What does it do? Man. It, it, cooks your, it cooks your food at an amazing pace. And it's not greasy. Like, I didn't eat chicken wings literally every day since I bought the bitch. I 20 minutes. I don't have 20 minutes, they perfect. An air fryer? 
because I don't understand it. I'm scared of him. Like, why do I put a a a, a naked ass wing in there and that bitch come out fried? <laughs> like, it I, don't make sense. It's like it's a it's a magician in there. Is it a witch? I didn't. It's understand. a fairy. A I didn't understand it. It just ha- just how it heats it. Now you do put a little like I I put like a little spray, little put a little dawn on it, and then shut it, and then cook it. Nigga, twenty minutes later, it you come out fried though. Fried. I don't, I don't understand. These wings are fucking I delicious. I don't trust it. I think that's. I think it's some sorcery. I think the yeah. devil got something to Wizardry. do with that. I don't trust it. Lucifer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't need a microwave. But I'm saying though, they say that about the microwave. Yeah, but you, you know, don't need a microwave once you have an air fryer. You just, you just don't. Well, I don't use my microwave. And I couldn't. You know, since I got this defibrillator, I can't like really fuck around with microwaves. Like I can't stand in front of the microwave because it'll fuck up the defibrillator and shit. So. I just wanted an alternative. Yeah, it's an oven. Well, I mean, like it depends on what I I'm put hitting. everything in the oven though. Like you know if I got saying? if I got like leftover pizza, I'm not putting that shit in the microwave. That shit going straight to the oven. Yeah, right. yeah, because I mean it just it's just a different, different quality. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm gonna start doing. That's what I'm gonna start doing. Man, I put everything in the fucking oven, dog. Like for for years, I I didn't have a uh, a microwave in my shit. So I didn't have a microwave when I first moved out on my own, and what made me buy one. And I wouldn't do this to somebody that I hated. Nigga, try eating a Hot Pocket straight out the oven. Oh. The bitch don't, it don't cook like it yeah, do I on a commercial. I ain't never did that. <laughs> you know? And like after doing that, I was like, nah, I need a well, microwave. Nigga, you eat a Hot Pocket out the, uh, I mean, out the microwave, either half that bitch going to be ice cold and the other half going to burn your fucking tongue. So, I mean. I, <laughs> That's I, why I you put that protective sleeve on it and it, it should cook it all the way through. Right. All right, <laughs> you you got to read the instructions. You got to read the instructions. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely you're not right. right. You're, you're not heating it right. right. You know, we keep talking to people in the background, and I did cut you off before you introduce the gentleman here, but we got guests in the studio with us. So please go ahead and tell the people who you are and what you do. Well, uh, my name's William. I'm coming up from Atlanta, Georgia to uh, visit y'all. I really appreciate it once again. So I'm a, a Doberman breeder. Um, and the reason why that's a little bit different than most is because the game has kind of changed recently to pit bulls, bullies, French bullies. And, you know, it's kind of getting to a spot where these are the only dogs that it looks like black people are buying or the only dogs that we're expected to have. Okay. Um, I'm trying to change the game up with a dog that is a little more regal. That's why I call it Regal Empire Dobermans. Because there was a point in time where these dogs, you know, we were almost like we we couldn't get these dogs. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so I'm trying to change the game up. Um, been breeding for a few years now, um, uh, ex-military. Um, and luckily I'm down in Atlanta with my wife. That's where she's from. And uh, it's been able to help expand the business because Atlanta is a city that if they get behind you. Yeah. The sky is the limit. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Now, um, I'm a dog lover. Um, I got a seven month old German Shepherd currently. Okay. Umar. Umar. Yeah, I love Shout it. out to Umar. Man, I got a, a pit bull myself. Uh, so how did you get into this game and to, to, to start with? Have you always been like a, a dog lover or how did this even become? Yeah. Thing? So I, I've always, dogs are just, uh, I just love dogs in general. I've always loved them, but due to me being in the military, I'm moving every two or three years. So yeah. I can never set up a, a base 
and, you know, just go full speed and sell these dogs because I'm always moving and leaving. So once I got out of the military and once we came down to Atlanta, I was able to establish myself, come up with a, with a ground zero where I can start to network with people and talk with people and work and show people what these Dobermans are really about. Funny enough, um, a lot of people don't know. I don't know if y'all remember this movie back in the day called Oliver and Company. It was yeah, a cartoon. Movie. Yeah. It was a cartoon. There were two Dobermans in that movie. A lot of people don't remember him named uh, DeSoto and uh, DeSoto. I don't remember the other one's name, but they were just these big, scary, black Dobermans. Yeah. They talk cool and all that. And I think something just stuck in my head over Man, over I love time. Dobermans. To be yeah, perfectly they're the, they're, honest, They're man. amazing animals. Uh, it was, so coming up, it was like rocks, Dobermans, yep. and German Shepherds. Like yep. Then was like the three. That, that was it. Um, and like, that if you didn't it. have one of those, I don't nobody know, likes the, you. Yeah, yeah my but, father-in-law has always had Doberman Pinchers. Sure. He, got, he has one right now, but right. that's always been like the dog that I, that he's had since I knew my ex-wife. Right. It's a beautiful dog. He's it a is. he's a very intimidating looking dog as well. And that's what it's about yeah. because a lot of people want to talk about protection with their dogs, but the key is about prevention. Yeah. yeah. So if you see that dog, that that large Doberman with the ears, athletic, the eyes, athletic kind of just roaming smart. the yard, smart kind of roaming the yard. You're a little less likely. Yeah, it was a dope in my neighborhood, man. Yeah, yeah, you don't even want to do it. Yeah, we wouldn't ride our bike down uh, Constance and Brace. Right, right, (laughs) right, right. right. And I and I and I don't have you know I I got love for the bull for the bully breeds and all that. Those are I, I really those dogs are really cool. I just like the Doberman so much because if you were to have like a checklist, yeah, of everything you would want in a dog. I think they hit a lot of those boxes, intelligence, speed, size, trainability, you know, the ability to turn the aggression on and off. You yeah. know, it's a family dog. It's just um, it's just a beautiful animal. And we've really been branching out a lot in Atlanta. Um, the only problem I've been running into lately is the celebrities. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be a good thing for me. Like, <laughs> get celebrities, my dog, everybody sees it. But the celebrities want the dogs for free. Of course. This is new to me. Yeah, they, celebrities have all that shit, but they don't want to pay for it. They, to, and to them, I'm doing you a favor because I got your, I got your free shit. But the, but does your clout translate to revenue for me? It never does. It doesn't. Like most, they yo insert, insert. Like it's only a certain people, yo. You get celebrity to wear your t-shirt. And your and and then you put that picture up, and then like now what? Right, Are everyone's gonna knock down your website. Right now, if it's Beyonce or you know, Rihanna, we, we was just saying that that's something different. There but. are some, a Tyler Perry, Jay Z, Beyonce, you know, Kevin Hart. There are some names out there who, if they came to me, yeah, we would we could talk for sure. Figure Kevin something out. Got Rins, he got two of them. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, I value my product. I really value it. I put a lot of time and effort into it. So make up any uh, any artist or football player or whatever, and they want my dog for free. Well, okay. Do they, do they really come out their mouth and be like, hey. So I'm not going to – I'm definitely not going to say who. No, but, no, that's fine. But we had an artist. Um, basically, the PR team reached out to me, and they basically said, our artist would like not one, <laughs> would like two of your animals. And then they went on to say, they're beautiful specimens. And with these two animals, that we want a boy and a girl, I mean, they'd be on Instagram and your business would grow. And oh, you want to run my business? And, and I said, well, <laughs> you know, with due respect, um, 
if I give you these dogs and your millions and millions of Instagram followers see it, half of those people might not even be dog lovers. The other half might not be able to afford the dogs. And the other half of that and the other can't half take of that care can't of it. Take care of it. So, and then the other half of that aren't in, the, in, in, in this area. Exactly. So what does it really do for me but just have a lot of people see it? A lot of traffic. It's maybe. traffic. Maybe. maybe. It's one of the things. You want to be popular or you want to get rich? Right. You want to be great or you want to be known? Right. And to me, to me, if I know, if, I, if I'm popular and famous, I come to you and say, just give it to me for free. My homeboy over here, I'm going to tell him, hey, man, you ain't got to pay for nothing. Just, just tell them who you're you for sure. get it for free. So now all these people are just getting your product for free. I heard free. you got some free dogs. If, <laughs> right. I heard you got some free. Well, old buddy didn't pay. If I'm selling dogs, right, and you want one for free, if I give it to you for free, when you post this on Instagram, you got to say, this is the best $7,000 I spent in my life. So there now you, you didn't set the tone. Oh, that's what Oh, that's what celebrities paying for their dogs? Right. Oh, right. so how much this dog? Right. But I'm that's about to... It got to be something in there. Ha- there has to be. It has to be an equal value trade. Yeah, that's I'm a all- lot. Of, that's a lot of audacity. Number one, that's a lot to ask me for two. Now let me tell two. you, the first time someone asked me for a free, I didn't know how to respond. I didn't. I, this is never. You know, normally someone comes up, hey, I've seen your animals. They're beautiful. You put a lot of time into them. How much you charge? I tell them how much I charge. We go back and forth. Yeah. Do you want a dog or not? But to have someone come up to you and say, hey, I'm such and such. Give me a dog, and not even give me one. Give me two, so, a boy and a girl. Give me a boy and a girl, so I can start. So I can do my and start own thing. selling people. Boom, dogs off of you, off of your name. I'm not gonna give mine away for free, right? Like, like, come on, my nigga. So my question was, well, did you give your music away for free? Do you do you give your music away for free? You don't, you know. At least you wouldn't want to. So you know, I work hard at what I do. Um, a lot of people think the breeding game is just about you get a boy, you get a girl. And you make them, you make them do that, and and that's the end of it. And that's that's definitely not it. Um, there's so much more that has to go into it. It's got to be um, health testing. It's got to be temperament testing. It's got to understand that can this dog be around kids who are screaming and yelling and grabbing on them, you know, without reacting and biting them in the face. You know what I mean? So it's a lot, um, and I put a lot of time into it. And you know, we're we're seeing the rewards, you know. But now there's there's some. There's some, you know, craziness going on on the side too. So, um, in total, how long have you been been breeding dogs? Uh, I say probably about going on eight years. Okay, right now. Yeah. So, what made you decide out of all the dog breeds that this is gonna be this is gonna be my dog? Well, the the Doberman I think represents me. I think it's a. I think you know it's a it's an animal that is strong willed, is intelligent. It has so many virtues. Like it just doesn't give up. It won't stop. And you know, I see myself in that dog. Uh, versus a lot of other breeds, and uh, you Doberman's know, Doberman's one of the ones that they'll give their life for you. They will. Now, see, and I tell people all the time, we don't sell pets. Yeah, I don't sell pets. A pet is an animal that just has no job. It's just eat your food up, and you know, it looks cute when you take them outside. We don't sell those. Our dogs have a job. Yeah, they need a job, and they need an alpha leader in the house. And that's one of the things where it's like you're trying to get a free dog. Like this, not even like this. A whole. This is an operation. Living being. Yeah, this, like this yeah, not a right. this a Do uh. you do you value the dog if you get it for free? Yeah. It's like you know how you were saying. Do you value really anything that you get for free? That's what I was about to say. You know, it devalues it to, to some extent. It does. I got this for free. Oh, okay. If he get hurt or sick, uh, yeah. I didn't pay nothing. So 
So you got to watch for things like that. But luckily, you know, down in Atlanta, um, you know, most of the people support me. Not too many people come at me with the sideways. Um, but but people will they'll they'll try you for whatever they can. You know, um, they'll offer you things that. <laughs> You don't want no parts of. Hey, listen, man, I'm, I'm I'm getting tired of I'm getting tired of getting paid in exposures because yeah. I can't pay my bills with right. exposures. Right. I got all these exposures. Right. Right. If, right. If DTE wants some exposures, right. I'm no. lit on Instagram. I'm lit on Twitter and all that, but I have nothing to put back into the company to to make it grow. Yeah. So what are we really What are we really doing? So, yeah, that that's where we're at with it. But um, you know. We keep working. We keep striving to do better and better. And uh, I've got a I've got a clientele list. I I like to land some big name clients, and I I think I'm pretty close to doing. Mm, okay. yeah, I think I'm close to doing. So it. let's find a little bit more about yourself. Where yeah. are you from originally? So I'm from Sacramento, California. Okay. Um, you know, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You know, it's a, it's a Northern California vibe out there. Um, and after high school, you know, I went into the military. I was pretty young. Um, wasn't doing too hot in college, so um, I needed a little structure, a little guidance. Luckily, I had some people in my life who said, maybe this might be the way for you to go. And then joining the military, I think that's what really helped me a lot, too, and exposed me to just so many different personalities, people that I would have never met, learned lessons from folks that I would have never yeah. seen, you know what I mean? Um, and so it's been pretty good, and it helps me because being around all these different types of people allows me to interact with people mm -hmm. easily. Yeah. I don't know anything about Detroit, but I can run into somebody in Detroit and at least make them laugh by, you know, making a three one three joke or yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or Eminem reference or so, you know, just something to make them laugh. You know what I mean? Find a common ground, somewhere. right? It's just find a common ground, and I can almost do that anywhere I go. And I think that um, having that ability, it, it opens the conversation to say, "Hey, okay, this dude pretty cool. All right, what you what you got? What you know? Yeah. What you selling? Are you, you know, comfortable saying what branch in the military you? Yeah, were? I was in the Navy. Okay, yeah, I was in the Navy. You yeah. know, I always remember. Uh, I never. I wanted to do the military at one point, right? But like I got flat feet and right other shit, and it just it just it's never snowballed. Yeah, it just never panned out. And like my my father could see the future that I couldn't see, right? And he was like, you know, the military ain't ain't for you. Yeah, he said that might be somebody's path, but right, it ain't right. your path. Yeah, and I, the only reason I wanted to go, I remember my homeboy Courtney. He was like a couple years older than us. He went to the Navy, and Courtney was like, "All I do is just travel around the world, have sex with women <laughs> in different countries." And <laughs> right, I was, right. And I was like, "And I go to school for free." And I was right. like, "Shit, well, Courtney good... about to get out." If if we was seven, sixteen, seventeen, Courtney was probably like twenty one, twenty two. Right. He was. He did his four. He was about to get out. I'm like, shit. That don't sound like. Too bad for the next four years. It's, it's not. And but you know, I graduated in 99. 9-11 okay. was two years later. So uh, like I'd have still, yeah, yeah. still been in the military. Right, right, right. Well, I tell you this. When I when I went in, the initial goal was to do four years, mm -hmm. get out, pursue my path. I'm in the, I work in the medical field. Um, I, I just love helping people. So I knew, you know, a nursing route or, you know, I work in the operating room now. Um, but just meeting the people and just the discipline and learning and traveling, it was just, uh, it was a great experience. Four years turned into 12 years like that. My cousin did the same thing. He was, uh, went to the Navy and uh, he's a surgical technician. Yeah, that's what I did. Out yeah. And uh, he works in, he's, he's, he stays in San Antonio now, right close to a base somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Fort Sam Houston probably. Yeah. yeah. And he, uh, he got a gravy shift, man. He yeah. works three days a week. Like thirty six hours in them three days, and then he's off 
the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, five days a week, uh, five days off, and then he goes to work for three days, and then five days off. So he just yeah. hunts and fish. Yeah, like all. it's a, it's a pretty good life if you do it right. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I would advocate for for you know younger people who don't know if they really want to do this or not, um, it sets you up if you do it the right way when you get out. There are things that the military provides that I, I don't know if you can get them anywhere else. Yeah. Your VA loans, GI Bill, it makes life easy and it allows me to have the time to do what I like to do, my passion with these dogs. Um, you know, I'm in the cameras, photography yeah. and video and all that other good stuff. And one of my partners went to uh, the Army. We was like, we was grown though. Yeah. Like we was like 24, 25. Right, right, and right. he went in. But he went in and did photography and he was a combat um, photographer. Okay, whatever. yeah. And he learned all that stuff he needed to learn. And now he, he out in Dallas, had his own business that's booming. He got his own university. He got his own online university. Like yeah, it's booming. See, but the, yeah. the information day, and he explains like what he learned there. And he's like, okay, bring all the five, the cameras and the equipment that they have there and the stuff that they use and learn, learn lighting learn all these different things. It's a whole different game. And now you walking in, here comes the general walking in, you taking pictures of the presidents and shit like that. But when you come out, um, even on this reel, it's like forming army combat. Uh, right, uh, what, right, like, right. Some of that stuff is just, you can't pay for that name recognition. And because you were in there, and this is not a um, an ad for the, for the, for the armed forces. Right. Because, you know, I'm right. not for that shit. Right, right, uh, right. But the, the connections that you have and you can go to any place in the country, any place in the world. Oh, I know a guy used to, used to be stationed with and, yep. and such and such and, and such and such. That's how it works. I mean, me and Rock, I mean, it's like, you know, we met, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, it's been 15 years. It's been like 15 years. But look at the, look at the, look at yeah. the connection. I mean, we I talked for years. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we went for a minute without talking to each other. Not just because, you know, life, yeah, you know life, what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, not because I had to beat him up or anything, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was just like, <laughs> it was just like we just, you know, you go your own ways. And, you know, we got a whole little crew and we told each other, it's got to be more than just talking to each other once every six or seven years. Yeah. We can't let this happen again. So we make sure that now we we reach out, we travel, we see. But even have the connection for him to allow me to come up here with y'all, all started from me meeting him that long ago. You yeah. know what I mean? So the connections run deep. You never know who can help you. Yeah. yeah. And it, but I love him, but he, he can't get a free dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I might tax him. You're paying more than everybody else. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. It's worth it, So growing up in Sacramento, yeah. what was the first dog you had? The first dog that I ever owned was actually a Border Collie. Okay. It was it was one of them uh shepherd kind of dogs yeah. um but the intelligence is why i love the dog it was so smart so that's why I'm, I'm really into like really intelligent dogs who can think on their own figure out problems not be robots sit stay lay you know yeah. they just kind of know what you need from them so um but there was a doberman across the street um i used to mow the lawn back there as a child i was terrified of the dog and there's a rottweiler too but then you get used to them and you're just like man these dogs aren't that bad you know yeah. i mean once you once you grow up and and learn about them. Um, but life in Cali, it, it's a lot different, you know, uh, coming up in the, in the 90s, yeah. late 80s I, and the I 90s, bet. you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, wasn't nobody caring about taking care of their dogs like that back then. Because that was back in the day where your dog would be tied up to the to the, to the rope, yeah, to the tree, sure. neck all bleeding, you know. It, it was just a different game. But people didn't. Now, people like 
dogs more than they do other people. One hundred percent. I remember I my mean, next door neighbor had the Dover, not the Doberman, um, the Rock, and yeah. because the chain, like first off, you know the the, the thick coat that that, right. that Rocks had. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. I can see the pink. On um, your neck yeah. because of that, and yeah. always had flies yeah. around. Like yeah, that's now as a kid, I I knew that wasn't right, right but well, I had no really idea. No of... Yeah, yeah. I used to see the dogs chained up in the back, water just green and fit, you know. And that's you know a lot of people say you let your dog in the house. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, he's a protection dog. What is he gonna do outside tied up? If somebody get in the crib, he's just gonna bark. You know, no, my dog needs to be able to roam and understand what's going on. So it's a new no, day. Who's supposed to be in the house? Right, right, right. Yeah. So I tell you this though, um. Don't there there are people who still go with that old school mindset. Oh, absolutely. They'll beat the shit out of their dogs. Don't care. You know, and and you know, for breeders and for everybody who like our dog lovers, you'd be looking like, ugh, bruh, like almost similar to hitting a child because yeah. the dog can't really it, it can't do anything. Like horn the dog, it don't understand. It doesn't understand. All it knows is I'm getting I tell you what though, uh, because before I got there's uh Omar. Like I did a lot of research on German Shepherds, yeah. right? And spent a lot of time on YouTube and the, all the videos I kept coming across was ten reasons not to get a German Shepherd. Right. Um if you don't have this, 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 right. don't, don't get do this it. dog. Don't do don't it. get this dog. Yeah. Um if you're not okay with shedding, don't oh, get this boy, dog. That hair. And like, yo, this would this would test your patience and, and, and things of that nature. I'm like, so I went through the check, like, yo, is this something I can right. is, is this something that I can handle right. or whatnot? So I did. But like it does um especially from like a, a puppy raising a pup and he's going to formalize training uh probably next month. Good. Um that's real good. But like I've done because I'm YouTube University. Right, right, right. Hey, I've that's, done, that's what it's there for. I've done enough. So he got to sit, his stay, you know what I'm saying? All this week I've been working on uh, putting his food down and have him stay and not not touch the Trying food. To, right, that's a tough uh, one. His, you know, so now we there and then I'm like, all right, go. And then he right, go right, get his, right. get his snack. One. So he's yeah. good there. Um, but like, it, it it's so much patience because in your brain you think, uh, yo, you know this. Right. You know that when I say no, but like, what are the commands that you're giving to the dog? Are you confusing them? Right. It's just like, yo, everything that I thought that I knew about dogs, yeah. I know that dog. He really have no idea what yeah, you're saying. Right, 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 right. See, because people, a lot of people forget. See, dogs don't speak English. They have to look at your movements, your energy you're putting out. They Inflection, put tone, everything. Every, so that's why when a dog is very important when you're when you're raising them and teaching them. Because I tell people all the time, even with these powerful animals like Dobermans. Don't break their spirits when they're young. Yeah. Cause you, you know, people they do something wrong and people just wanna just tear into them. Don't break their spirit. You know, let them make their mistakes and you just correct like them. Like you say, it's like a child. It is like a child. If you break a kid's spirit when he's young, he's gonna be all weird when he grows up. But you also have to one I, I own pit bulls. My, I have yeah. a pit bull myself. It's like my third pit. Yeah. And one thing that I had to learn is like they look at you to be the alpha dog. Like oh, yeah. if they think that you are fearful. Ooh. You have, you're going to have a pit bull that's running your house. Yeah. And they will take over. A Doberman will take over your house. Absolutely. And, and I tell people all the time, you know, my dog is 120 pounds. That's a large animal yes, that is so. too large to have issues with. Because there's only one option if he flips out. Yeah. I got to put him down. I used yeah. to, the rule, that's the only option. So it, 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 it behooves me The rule of my house him. was... Yeah. If I'm not sure who will win in a fight to the death, you can't come. <laughs> I can't have a dog. If I'm not sure, 
You know what I'm saying? All right. But, uh, like Omar, he's seven. He's seven months. He's what? We went to the vet lat and three weeks ago he was fifty-seven 50, pounds. Yeah. You know, fifty-seven yeah. pounds. So he's probably gonna get to probably about ninety. Oh, he's so. gonna be a nice size. Um, definitely gonna be a nice size. Yeah, but I'm like, yo. Uh, but I've known. I mean, clearly, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Since he was born, so we in a good space. Good. Yeah, but see, that's uh, that's the thing. I'm going like I. My dog knows who's in charge, but like I'm in the process of now trying to bulk him up a little bit. Okay. Uh, just changing his diet because I want to, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to fight him with nothing, but if, right, he, right, if right. he has the potential to get up to about 100 pounds, right. you want I want nice, to get him there. Yeah. So we started like a new food regimen. I, nice. I, I found this dog food online. It's like 600 calories per serving. Ooh. So I mean I know in a, some it, exercise too. Yeah, because yeah. I know in about a month's time he gonna be that dog gonna be different. Yeah, he, it's he, gonna be different. Yeah, yeah, so you know I'm just but I I'm like you I don't never want to get to the point where like you know he having a bad day and now I gotta and that's the problem. You know I've had my dog before. You know I tell him you know move. You know you're in my way or move. And he don't and, and, and he just he look back. Yeah, at he you. he do that look and you're like. Is is this the moment? <laughs> is this because I love you? Yeah. And is this the time? That's almost like with a child too. It almost is. I, but I, got, the, I got teenage sons, but the difference and they give you that sons, look also. But the difference with your sons is you can say a word or two, or give them a look, and your sons are gonna be like, "Okay, daddy ain't playing." There's an animal instinct mm -hmm. inside of these dogs that people forget. These dogs didn't just pop; they come from wolves. Yeah. So sometimes. You know, you like move out the he way. Can hear the drums in his head. Yeah, yeah. You know, he hear the Wakanda beat playing in the background. Like, nah, you ain't just ain't finna move me. And you know, my dog growled at me one time. I'm, I, I said move, and he would move, and I, I physically move, and he, and I said, eh, I, I gotta kill him. <laughs> He's gotta die. You know, but because because I. One, I always need to be the alpha here. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. no there's no point in yeah. where, where I can't go to sleep and be worried I'm gonna wake up and you're gonna be standing <laughs> over. Me. Right, right, right. Cause these dogs, I tell you, these dogs can do some damage. But you know, with with the proper training, you know, I joke a lot with my dog, but with the proper training and, and just getting him exposing him to the right things and letting him know, once the dog trusts you mm -hmm. to not put him in bad situations, everything's fine. It's all yeah. good. Because you know, some of us got wives or kids or the kids can't be looked at as playthings. That's a big mistake people make with these dogs. They let the dog do whatever to the kids because, oh, it's cute. He's knocking them over. No. no. That child is a handler of the dog as well. He's yeah. not a plaything for like the dog. Like, you got to – so, well, how was – I find – so, information I saw and taught, so yeah. to speak, was like – no, them children got to feed the dog. Yeah. So so they know that, yo, you bring yeah, me the dog, sustenance. Yeah, the dog is dependent upon yeah, them. Like I understand. The, even the child has to be the alpha in the situation. Yeah. Because if not, the dog is only listening to dad. Right. And never, dad, come get the right, dog. Right. So, so, so I do that with my four-year-old. I said, you know, if, if Logan is sitting somewhere and he need to grab Logan by the chain uh -huh. and tell him yep. to get up and move. move. You got to tell him to move because yeah. when dad's gone... Was the dog? You know, I'm I'm working all day, and yeah, I don't believe in caging my dog no. all day. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. You know, a big fan now of that. now if I'm gonna be gone for a minute, yeah, he's gonna yeah. have to go in. But like if I'm at the house, well, he there too. Yeah. So no, I'm not gonna be in the every room that he in because I'm I'm working, I'm doing other things. I right. can't babysit him can't. all day long. So I need you all to be comfortable with dealing with him because if something. You need him to move. You need him to go downstairs. Right. You need him to listen. Right. It don't be a thing that you got to wait for me to get off a call or, you know, finish doing what right. I'm doing. I need you to not be scared and be comfortable with your dog. Exactly. Exactly. So as I understand it, um, 
you got like the King Doberman. Yeah. Now what's that? Uh, what's your what's what's his name? So my Doberman's name is Law. Um he is he he's a he's a prototype. And I use the word prototype because a lot of people say, Oh my I, I seen Dobermans bigger. I know some that are bigger and strong. But the prototype means that's the almost the perfect way he's supposed to look. Yeah. You got some Dobermans who are larger, you know, but it's almost like if we're talking football, if we're talking about a a cornerback in football, you don't see a 6'6", 280-pound corner. That's not what yeah. it's supposed to look like. So what I say with my dog is he has almost a perfect measurement of what a Doberman is. And when people see him, they're like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a dog that looks that good. So when we started breeding and we're bringing in all these females and we're going and we're going, people are just like, these are these are beautiful animals. Everyone's getting big and strong and puppies are nice and chunky, you know, and uh, he is he is pretty amazing. Um, How old is Law? Law is four years old. So when breeding, you're going to get a good six or seven years. So he, he's going to be hanging it up in the next couple of years. But what you do is you either go out and get a new one or use one of his sons. Yeah, I'm going to take over. Sons, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Let's keep one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he, he's an amazing dog. Um, you know, he's all over the Internet, YouTube, Instagram, all that. Um, he's funny. You know, he does a lot of goofy stuff, but um, he's serious as well. So I always tell people, don't, you know, don't get too comfortable yeah. by doing something stupid with them. You know? So how do, how do you make the selection that this is going to be? the one that we focus in on to be the, the bread winner. Yeah. So, you, so, uh, you know, we have several dogs, but you, you have to pick one that embodies everything of your kennel. So he's like your champion. So a lot of people, um, what they do is they look for a dog that is very personable. See, I have to take law out in the open. We go downtown, we go through the malls, the big malls, you know, mm -hmm. and a lot of people are like, why is this dude walking in here with this big ass Doberman? But law is a service dog. So he can go wherever he wants. Um, and, you know, once I see that he has the interaction with people that I'm looking for, I'm like, this this needs to be our guy. He looks great. He he does well with everyone. This is the one we need to – this is our showcase right here. We push him out in the front. And uh, he's been doing a great job so far. Um, no incidents out of him. So that's interesting because and I, and I, I'm not as familiar with Doberman yeah. as I am with German Shepherds. So I'm like, with German Shepherds, it's like kind of like three different lines, like the working line, right. the service line, right. and then you got like the house, right, right, right. backyard breed. Right, right, type. right. And for Dobermans, they have um, they have the working line, but they also have the show line. Yeah, show. Yeah, the show line. So the show lines are the, you know, you take them to the shows and you prance them around and just show how beautiful they are. Um, we breed European Dobermans, which is why they're a little bit bigger, okay. um, a little bit stronger. Um, and with African Dobermans, man, the white men say no. It's in your mind, brother. <laughs> but um, you know, I make sure that these dogs are going to good homes, that they're doing the right thing, because there's nothing worse than seeing somebody with a dog they can't control. Mm. I see these guys walking around. I don't know if it's a little man complex. I'm not a big guy. I just love Dobermans, but there are some guys. I seen this guy hop out the car with these. They're called African, I never say the name right, Barbaros, Barbaros. Yeah. They're, they're like bred to hunt lions. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're big like cane corsos. Yeah, but they're bigger. You know, yeah. they, this guy hops out with these two massive dogs, and I'm like, they're and just- they walk, and, they, and the dogs are walking in front of they're him. They're dragging this guy. And I'm like, why do you have those dogs? That's a pet peeve of mine. What lions are you hunting in Atlanta? 
Well, not not necessarily the big dog, <laughs> but like when your dog is walking in front oh, of you. Oh man, that's the worst. Every time I see it, like, oh, that's the worst. I'm like, it's not a man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really, I start judging him. It's like, he's judging real quick. That dog is taking. Look how weak you look with your arm getting jerked forward. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, walk nah. on the side of me. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's um, it, it's been fun though. I mean, I, I hope we do. You know, we just keep going bigger and better. We're doing all kinds of things, but uh, you know, we'll see what the future holds. But I'm I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. That's what's up. That's yeah. perfect. Uh, so I got to bring him up here one time so y'all can see him. Absolutely. I'm with it. I'm yeah. with it. So I wanted to bring him today. How many dogs? So I know you have like the kennel and everything. Yeah. How many are do you have personally? Uh, so like, or I guess that is you qualify as yeah, that are mine. Um, six. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's still a lot. That's, that's a lot. Law Law is the only one that lives with me. Okay. Yeah, Law's the only one that stays, you know, in my home and lives with me. But the other dogs, you know, and we're actually bringing on two more females, uh, Sasha and Nefertiti. Um, they're about eight, nine months old, beautiful red Dobermans. We're getting ready to acquire them. Um, we've got Avery, who's a beautiful red male. Can't can't, can't keep him and Law together, two alphas. It just doesn't work. You know, we try to make it work. It's, they're not having it. But, um, yeah, the dogs are, are doing great. Everyone's healthy. All dogs are health tested. Um and they're producing great litters, mm. they're producing real great litters. But um, well, Dobermans, uh, no, all, all dogs have some something in their line that they typically work out for, for like a German Shepherd, and right. Hip dysplasia and all that yeah. stuff. What's what do what's the the common thing that impacts uh, Dobermans? Do- Dobermans have a uh, genetic um, illness called um, von Wildebrand's disease. And that is a clotting factor. Mm. It bruises easily and bleed. Sometimes can bleed out. Mm. Um, hip dysplasia is another one they can have. And the the big one where Dobermans are just dropping is called DCM, and that's dilated cardiomyelopathy. Mm. And it's basically their heart is not strong enough for their for their bodies. Yeah. So what we do over at Regal Empire is making sure that we test. All of our dogs that were that are coming in to breed, because if mom doesn't have it and dad doesn't have it, we don't have to worry about puppy, you know, yeah. having it. So, and that's the part about breeding a lot of people don't see. That's why I want you to explain yeah. why your job is so important. Yeah, it, it is very important because it, you're spending money with me. Okay, you want an animal to go for 10, 12, 15 years if we can. Yeah. How would you feel if you spent X amount of dollars with me and the dog just up and dies in four years? You'd be heartbroken, mm-hmm. you know, and the dog didn't get to live the full life. So health testing these dogs, yeah, it costs money. It's not cheap, it's, you know, but how do we separate ourselves from backyard breeders? You got, you have to make sure that these dogs are healthy. So that's why I think my job is so important as a breeder because we're going to take the time, spend the money, do the things that, that is important to make sure you're getting a quality animal. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like some dogs are more aggressive. They are. There some people, are. Some people breed aggressive dogs. They do. Some they people do. breed more of a family. They do. Or breed yeah. show. Like it matters what kind of animal you it have. Really does. Because you may have a backyard breeder, but they bred two really aggressive dogs, and now you got a big ass, hundred and twenty pound, right? Hellion. <laughs> what you gonna do with Cujo? Right. Nothing. Nothing. So it, it's it's also important to know lineage mm-hmm. it's very important where do these dogs come from you know um and you know that's why registration akc ckc these, these they serve a purpose you know they they help 
Um, some of it's a money grab. Mm-hmm. Some of it is a money grab, but uh, we don't recognize this r- one, because, right? Right, uh, <laughs> yeah, right, but you, but right, you'll right. never know the importance of that background information until you get a bad dog, right? Until you get a bad one. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I I never forget my grandmother. She used to have uh, spaniels, not mm-hmm. cocker what, spaniels. No, no, what's the other one? Springer spaniel. Oh, Springer spaniel. Yeah, is yeah. what she had. And I remember, mm-hmm. like when she had bought one, like we went to some old man's house. He came out to. He went downstairs in the basement, came back upstairs with a puppy. He's like, I here. This, this the one. <laughs> and like, and that, dog, that dog was playing fucking crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. You know, five, six years once the dog grew up, it was out of his goddamn mind. He said, here's the one. Yeah. It's a bad breed. You want a puppy. <laughs> right. So the first dogs we had when he was growing up, I had, we had American Eskimos, right? Oh, okay. Um, smart dogs, like super smart. Um, and we bred. And well, my aunt had one too, and they bred. We backyard, essentially backyard. Right, 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 shit about right, nothing. Right, right, right. But it was something going. The dogs on. fucked. Listen, right, 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 right. And they, and they got stuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. In. Had to throw some water. On locked them. in. But it was a it was a bad batch. Yeah. And the the mother knew it was a bad batch, so she started eating the babies. That'll happen. You know, and but they caught them, caught her before she did the rest. Right, right, right. right. So there were a couple um, that made it. We got one, of course, uh, ended up being deaf in one ear. Mm. Uh, we didn't realize the dog was deaf right, uh, right. initially, but was in deaf in one ear. And the other one was a fucking nightmare. Mm. Like, um, you know what? That dog, Wheezy got that dog. Wheezy, because Wheezy mom and my aunt. It's, it's just like families. Like, dog, niggas be inbred. My, like, you you don't, you didn't know that y'all was cousins. Dog, that and dog now y'all made a baby. Evil. <laughs> that's evil. Now that's what's wrong with your ass. And that dog was fucking evil. evil. Yeah. I'm talking about biting people, eating CDs. Like, the dog was fucking crazy. I'm like, oh, we know why the mom start eating well, the babies I t- and shit. I, I tell you this, we, we've produced law alone has over a hundred puppies. Mm. He fucking fucking. Yeah. <laughs> we, we haven't had. He's got it, a couple years left in him. Right. Oh yeah. We have not had anyone come back and say, "These this yeah. take this dog back." So that's a testament to what we're trying to accomplish. It. That's a lot of puppies. It is. That's a lot of. And you know, we're changing the game up. We used to, you know, when I was young and this, not understanding everything, we used to, you know, get the dog, get the boy, get the girl, let them do their thing. But then I got more females. Laws just like any male, you know, after the first one, he's kind of done for a while. It was taking too long because it takes him an hour or something to get ready to go again. And we got two, three more girls. So, <laughs> you know, so my dude was like, that's a long day. My, my pimp hand is strong. <laughs> you feel? I'm like, hey, get back out there. You know what I'm saying? But then I, I learned about artificial insemination. Mm-hmm. I had a gentleman that I met. Um who said, yeah, you know, I can do that for you. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, it only takes about two or three cc's of semen for the female to get pregnant. You know, so he'll get in there and do his thing with law, collect, and then you got about 30 this, cc's. This is the thing that, uh, uh, remember last year when niggas was laughing at Joe Button for jacking his dog off and shit? Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Uh, this is what they do to, to get to, you know. This is how you do it. Yeah. If I can get five girls pregnant, in in an hour Five sitting. Five bitches pregnant. You know what I'm saying? In an yeah. hour sitting. Come on, man. And then you get the, the gentlemen who are out in California or, you know, away from me who say, hey, we you know, we want some of that. Ship it. So then you learn it about freezing, mailing. You're getting paid a lot of money to send your dog sperm over to wherever they want it. 
it's it gets deep, you know. Um, I didn't know the game was that. Oh, the game is complex. deep. Oh, the game is deep because they they want that peer brain. I understand you got it. some international like people coming yeah. from all over the world to. Yeah, we have um get a piece of a, law. Yeah, we just had a client um over in um Belgium, you know, reach out and say, hey, let's do this. We we want you know, and what not that I would turn them down, but what was so crazy was like over there where they live, that's where the heart of it is at for the dog. Yeah. So for them to. Skip past all that to come to me. We need the prototype. They need the prototype. So I said, "Wow, it, that that you know now, now it's you know Houston, Canada, L.A., New York, Jersey, Philly, everybody, and it's starting to just. That's why I say thank God for my wife because all that paperwork and organization. I'm not the best guy at that. I know how to make these dogs do what they do and get the puppies out, and she's got my back. She be holding it down. Hey, so, man, that's that's amazing right there that you at least got you a partner. Oh man, yeah. I couldn't do there's no way I could do this by myself. We just pulled off an event. Um it was the first annual Regal Empire reunion. Mm. We reached see, this is why I say we're trying to take the game to another level. Other breeders not really thinking about this kind of stuff. We reach out to old clients. We rented the park out, got food, music, DJ, photographers, uh, trainers. Y'all come out. Let me let me feed y'all. Let me say thank you for doing business with us. And let's let's see these puppies now that they're grown. You know, let everybody meet each other. And uh, I want it to become an annual thing down in Atlanta mm. to where it becomes like, you know, even if you didn't get a dog from me. Fair reunion. Let's come down and let's party and have a good time with all these beautiful Dobermans out here. Like, I wonder... I don't know. Maybe you know. It's got to do. It's got to do wonders for business. So oh, I know where to, Umar's man. mom, yeah. Umar mom and dad at. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They around the corner actually. Yeah. Do they know that this dog came from them? So here's here's what I honestly believe. My dog Law, he he's not necessarily the friendliest dog with other dogs that he doesn't know. He'd rather just kind of stay away from them and yeah. do his own thing. They get in his face. You know, he'll give him the bark. Get away from me. When his puppies approach him, yeah. the older ones. It's a com- it's a completely different reaction. Mm. It's not the same reaction. Father. Like, yeah, it's almost like they get Son. in his face. Yeah, and he'll he'll kind of sniff them and. Yeah, How you, you been, boy? Like, you look like me. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let you live next. Yeah. You know, and they, and the kids are running up, and it, it's just a, I think he knows. Mm. There's maybe there's some kind of smell or something that we don't know. I think they know because he he plays with them. You know, it, it's funny when the puppies come over. He'll get a ball and roll the ball at them like father and son. You know what I'm saying? So I think he knows. That's I know your kids. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every animal knows their child. They know their children. You That's know, some funny shit. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, it's a, uh, it's been good. I'm, I'm having fun, and we're always trying to come up with new ways. We're going to be doing a raffle mm. for a puppy pretty soon. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to get in the next year or so. It's going to get. It's gonna get a, it's gonna get really fun. Now, how long have you been breeding? So it's been about seven years, seven eight years. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. You know, and, and even at this moment, um, I'm still learning. I was gonna ask, like, so still learning. What would uh seven years in? Yeah. Uh, self tell year one breeding. Oh, boy. Um, I think the first thing that I would say to year one will would be stay organized. Mm. Stay organized because after that first litter, I thought, oh, it'd be easy. I can remember all the puppies' names. Oh, this is easy. Presentation. Mm, okay. Because I was, I was on some, I was on some like, you know, I'm brand new to this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would get their puppy, and I'd say, okay, I'll get back to you with this, and I'll give you this microchip later. And it just, it was the dog. Luckily, the dogs were good, but now the presentation. 
the, the business packaging, the business. Now. You know, we're LLC. We're a real business now. You yeah. know, like we have, uh, you know, business accounts. You know, we're we're doing sponsorships. We're we're trying to do this to more where it's like, hey, here's your dog. Give me your money. That's the end of the deal. You know, I want to be able to reach out to you and say, hey, let's get your dog in for a photo shoot. Hey, we got a commercial coming up. Bring your dog in. You know, and and I want this. I, I want my company to turn into a pillar. Yeah. Of the Atlanta community. I want to do the, you know, the turkeys at Thanksgiving time. You know, I want to do those kind of things. So we know it's just more, it's just more than the, um, than just the dogs going with, you know, home. I mean, that's important, uh, man. Yeah. Cause like one, I would hope when you interest in introducing a dog into your home, like this is another family member. It is. You know what I'm saying? So this need to be a, like, of course, I don't need to talk like to you, say, you every I don't weekend. Sell pets. But like, right, right. I'm not selling pets. I'm giving you yeah. a family member. Yeah, this is a family member. Damn near person. You know, right, the whole right, personality. Much, yeah, close to and it. like, this shouldn't be a a back alley kind of transaction. Yeah, you, you know, and, feel like, hey, like my man said, this the one. You know, like <laughs> I don't want to come out the basement. Here, take them, go away. You know, um. But sometimes I do have clients who can't pick their dog out because they live too far away, or so they trust me to pick a good dog for them. Mm. You know, and so I have to sit and take time with these dogs and show them videos and you know it gets crazy when you have 60 clients who are waiting for dogs you know some people don't want to wait how long is like the waiting list Uh, i I want a regal doberman (laughs) how long i gotta wait to get well i tell people all the time it depends on what you want uh everybody wants black males for me that's what they want they all want black is black all in we're going away right right right. that's what they all want so at this moment you know we have a waiting list of about 72 clients man the brown ones look cold too though the brown ones are cold like you don't see a lot of them yeah that's that's a it's a that's a i mean the doberman is a great dog yeah but the brown ones got a different it's a a different look especially when they got the yellow eyes or you know like i call them uh uh, the steph curry eyes some of them got (laughs) you know what i mean yeah so uh depending on what you want is going to depend on the length but what i tell people here's the big mistake they make they say okay well i'll drop a deposit when your next litter shows up when that next litter shows up those puppies have already been claimed four months ago yeah so you got to get some skin in the game drop that deposit and that way you get on the waiting matrix so that way when your litter shows up, you know you don't gotta you don't got nothing to worry about because you need to work. drop a deposit now. You need you need to do it now. It, it's nothing worse than when when a litter come telling somebody we don't have dogs. That sucks because they're like, oh, we really want a puppy from y'all. Well, I told you five months ago, drop a deposit. Like, what, what do you want me to do? We run into issues with payments. You know, I'm very I'm very you know lax with the payments. You know, once you drop your deposit, as long as you pick your dog up and he's paid for, I don't really care how you do it. Other breeders don't do it like that. They need half up front and half when the dogs are born. Some stuff is not refundable. I don't want this to be a stressful time for you. You know, if I sell the dogs for $5,000, let's say, I don't want this to be something where you're like, well, I can't make my car payment if if I get this dog. You know, I don't want that. So you just pay me as you can. And as long as when the when the dog goes home, we're square. I'm I'm good with it. Yeah. No problem. But then some people try to hit you with the, oh, my cash app don't work. Oh, all or, right. Well, or, oh, well, my kennel don't work. <laughs> shit locked. I can't, I can't open the gate. Right, right, my right. Bad. Yeah, some don't worry. The dog will yeah, be yeah. here. The yeah, dog will be here right. for the money. Yeah. No, actually, the dog won't be here. Yeah. Someone's going to buy it. Now, what do you do with this scenario? You get a client who's, who's paid their money. Yeah. We've signed a contract. We've done everything that we're supposed to do. And they say... Well, you know what? I'm going out of town. I'm not able to pick my dog up when I when when we agreed, you know. And I say, well, it sounds like a breach of contract. Sounds like a breach of con- a breach of contract. So what we can do is charge you for we're going to charge you for boarding. Yeah. Oh, but, 
why would you do man why would you charge me for boy you know sir or ma'am these these are this is food big ass dog cleaning supplies this is everything you know time yeah we need to charge that's you. a full time I, I got one dog and i, and I work from home yeah. and he enter like it's a it's process. A lot. It's a lot. Like I, he, I gotta he going to the. He gotta go out certain and, times of the day. Right. Yeah. You know, I gotta feed him certain times of the day. Yeah, right. Right. He right. He's scratching on my doors and shit. Sometimes you gotta go in the den. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm on the phone call. I'm talking. I'm, I'm having a conversation. You playing and shit. Like, all right. Right. You going, you know, if you, and I kind of like uh, break up the day. Sometimes he just, you know, he free in the den, which is he's made into his make, right. makeshift room and shit. Right. 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 And then sometimes he go in the cage while I'm there. Right. Not too long, right. but like I don't ever want him to be in the cage and he's stressed out. Like right. I'm not, I'm not that's, used to yeah, this. That's not the, you know yeah, what I'm saying? So we break it up. So you know, it's not like right. a, oh, I can't believe I'm in the cage type of right. thing. But right. like, man, these dogs, it's a, it's a, it's a lot, and that's just one. That's one. So if dog. I got six, yeah, I mean, and they three times as big as him. So you say <sighs> that that law lives with you, but the other ones is there like a, a separate facility? Yeah, I, I have a faci- yeah, I have a facility in Florida, um, and I keep it. I keep the distance because there's three reasons why I like the distance. Um, number one, security. Um, I've seen some crazy stories. Niggas will steal your dog. Yeah. I've seen some crazy stories. Number two, space. Florida has got some nice land. Um, you know, and it's it's a nice little getaway when I want to go down and check on the dogs and everything. And then uh, thirdly, I want people to know that um, these dogs are being taken care of in a proper way. So could I put a kennel up in my backyard or something? Yeah, but I don't have the space that I want. I want these animals to be able to roam, have fun, and do it, you know, just be dogs sometimes. Um, we also, when we breed our females, after the fourth litter, they're done. They retire. You know, they go through a couple heat cycles. We they're They're done breeding by the time they're... You know, three years old, four years old, and then they can go off and and be a pet. You know, go have yeah. fun. You know, go 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 be a dog. You know, um, we don't want some of these breeders are running tired their, ass. They're, they're running their girls into the ground. Yeah. Eight nine years old, Iceberg still trying slim. to get, <laughs> still trying to get a litter out Got of them. Ten thousand more fucks. In right, there. right, right. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you know, and you see these dogs. I mean, they just walking around like, come on, bro. <laughs> Again, looking like your grandma, right? Like, come <laughs> on, yeah, we don't want this. So we we try to do everything the right way, and because I tell you this, as as you become more popular, as more people want your dogs, and just like you all know, uh, there's 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 uh, I call them villains. They're on the outside and they're waiting. They're waiting for a crack in the armor. They're waiting to charge and say, ah, oh, he didn't do that. Get him. You know, they're like the village people with the pitchforks yeah. coming after you. You know, um, so. We got to keep our game tight at Regal Empire. We got to make sure we're doing everything the right way. And if we slip up or do something wrong or something don't go through, we're going to extend ourselves beyond to make sure we fix it. There's breeders. I don't even know how they do this. They're over in Europe. You get a dog from them. The dog shows up skinny, sickly, infections, hurt. How do you get? How do you even get your money back? You know, you you can't. It's overseas. It's overseas. You don't pay ten thousand dollars for this dog. And dogs are not cheap. They're not. Like the dog I wanted initially was I wanted a French bulldog. Yeah. Um, and then I realized that um Those Frenchies bit, are going for 10, 15, 20 grand. Yeah. They were a little bit outside of my price range. Right. <laughs> so then I switched to like, well, I get a Boston Terrier because right. it's the same dog. Right. It just got a a suit coat. I mean right, a, right, a tuxedo. Right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. But then when the German Shepherd came available, I was like, hmm. Yeah. It wasn't my first pick, but I was like, 
but the German Shepherd is the German Shepherd. And then I start I went down the rabbit right. hole. Right. I'm like, all right, but like this not a cheap undertaking. Like right. some of the, the 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 prices I got on like um the the French Bulldogs like six grand, seven grand. Yeah, I was and looking I was at a like, Cane Corso before I got my pit bull, and I, I'm not in a position to make a five thousand dollar investment on a puppy. Right, because that's just to get the puppy. Yeah, you're I, not even I, talking I about no food, uh, right? No you're cage. not even saying, yeah, you, you know. So I tell people all the time, make sure it's the right move for yeah. you. Make he sure. ate my couch. Luckily, oh, it was boy. the one that was in the den and not my 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 brand new. You know, five thousand dollars. I bought a used. I bought a used car. I bought an Altima. Let it's me tell. It is. And I tell you this, I. I think I'm right. I think it was over in China. There was a dog. I believe it was a Tibetan Mastiff that sold for $1.3 million. Dollars. That's a, a a humongous fucking dog. That's that's a bear. That's, I watch. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, dog amen, Dogumentary TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like dudes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, those are, those, a, but those he, he goes through all these different breeds. Oh, yeah. and Those dogs are. <sighs> eesh, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. It's a big fucking yeah. Dog. That's that's yeah. I'm I'm just not I'm not at a point in my life financially <laughs> where a four or five thousand dollar dog right is gonna make to... sense for my budget. Right, right. It doesn't make you know sense. this this yeah. pit bull was a cool three hundred. Right, and that's <laughs> right up my alley. Hey, but that's your buddy though. Yeah, that's your buddy. So it's all. Good. But now I'm not gonna get rid of him. And I'm not you know, trying I didn't, to feed I didn't, a fucking I've been, horse. I've invested yeah. a lot of money into him. Yeah, like that's. Well, he, I, he he fam. That's that's fam. You ain't going nowhere. Logan right there. He fam. That's fam. Now I tell you, I've had other breeders come to me. Uh, I, there's so many wild stories that have happened with me with this breeding. You know, I compare it to you know any any kind of thing you're doing where other people are trying to compete with you. I've been called by other breeders and said, "Hey, we need to get up and talk." You know, I'm thinking maybe they just want to do some business. You know, I get sat down at a table with these three older ladies. You know, an older gentleman, and they telling me. Look, sir, your 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 prices aren't working. You you, you, you you cutting us out. You know, you you got your price here. Our prices is up here, and you kind of put yours here. Everybody coming to you, you know. And they talk. I'm thinking I'm an American gangster or something like something. I'm like, well, this is the price that I put on my dogs. I don't care what y'all do. But they reach out. You know, people are like, no, nah, you you messing it up for us, you know. And I'm like, wow, this is. Is really... an underground Doberman, <laughs> bro? Let me find society? out. There's an underground Doberman society of elite. People who are telling you how to set your prices, you know what I mean? It's hey, crazy. Man, you, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> man, <laughs> now they're gonna be asking you to pay for uh, protection of your dogs. Right, right, right. Like you <laughs> well, want you, know you want your dogs to be safe, right? Yeah, that's yeah. why. Yeah, that's, that's why. why they that's why they out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's it's a lot that goes down. Um, some people want to work with you, mm -hmm. and their dogs might not be that good. I was gonna ask that. Like, do you turn people down? You see, like, yeah. Nah, now, here's straight. the bad part. I have a friend named Ja. And he told me, he said, be careful. Don't give somebody their origin story. I said, what does that mean? He said, he said, don't give them an origin story because it's like every Marvel movie. Don't be that dude who say, ah, peasant, get away from me. Yeah. And they go off and... You and know, they, and, now they, and then they, they come back two they, years later. They sit down with Oprah and shit. Right. Like, yeah, right. your will was like right. he right. shit on me. <laughs> and the world is mine. You know, so so don't give someone their origin story. So that's good advice. That man, that's one of the best things. You can apply that to anything in life. You yeah. can. Don't give someone their origin. So the way to do it is, sir or ma'am, at this time, I'm not really interested. Um, I've got a lot going on. 
Uh, we're good where we're at right now. Do it in a way where they don't feel like you you just kick them to the curb, give them an explanation, you know, and and you move on there. Because some people will, maybe in the future, um, maybe with the, in the with future, a, with, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah different things. animal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we, yeah, maybe we can get some reptiles or something. Yeah. But, but, but we're good with the Dobermans right now, you know. But some people don't want to take no for an answer. Some people, I've had people approach me with these weak looking Dobermans talking about breeder, and she she coughing. <laughs> so after get law, my dog VD. So that's funny. <laughs> so after law is done breeding, mm-hmm. like you still he gonna be the one to live with you still or yeah, law's gonna stay with me till till it's over. Um, that's just my guy, man. We go everywhere together. Everybody around town, you know, everybody in Atlanta knows him. You know, they see him when they see this dog and what's him hopping out of some, some very nice cars. Yeah, um, you know, uh, he's 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 pretty popular. Uh, it, what's sad though is they know him and they don't even know my name. You know, they'd be like, oh, there go law and. Uh, the guy you <laughs> that guy right there yeah so but um it's it's all good you know because like i tell people a lot sometimes i'm just a talking head you know there's so many people that have helped me out with this and when you start growing you can't even thank people enough you can't even thank them enough for the stuff they do for you you know so that's why quick shout out to the collab crib um that's a group of guys and girls down there in atlanta I've, seen, I've been seeing them yeah um they got a dog from me um young retro and I tell you, man, the collab crib and the creative power and content that they've been pushing, man, those are the kind of things that really help, you know. Um, so I, I wanted to give a big shout That's out. That's the them. exposure that, that yeah, you, you know, don't mind. That, right? I don't mind that because you know they're 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 doing something good, you know. Um, so yeah, big shout out to them. That's what's up. Now we touched on it real briefly, but yeah. I I see the Forty ers yeah, you know, uh, yeah. You, you touched on real b- briefly being from the Bay Area. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know, yeah. we we got one of your homies in here who's you know, we we understand his love for Bay Area music, and we we hear that you're responsible. Yeah, you, you're responsible for the introduction. So many, many, many moons ago, <laughs> many moons ago in the in the hills of Japan, <laughs> we met a young Detroit native, and we dubbed him Rock City. Hey. Hey, you know, and uh, a group of my friends who were all out there who were still close brothers to today that I was talking about earlier. You know, a lot of us were from California and we would go to the clubs and they would not play our music out there. They would play, you know, Houston, New York, you know, and we like, where's E-40? Where's Mac Dre? Where's Too Short? Where, where, are our, where are we at? And so they wouldn't play our stuff. So one day. Everybody went in there with headphones like these, and, and we put them on when the DJ started spinning. And we were just standing there looking at them like this. We're not dancing. No one's dancing. We play our music. And one of the first songs when it had came out was Tell Me When to Go mm. by E-40. Now, that's with Lil John. Yeah. Lil John made that beat. When that music hit, the, the club went crazy. And then we started explaining this and hyphy and the movement around, you know, 2005, 2006. And we're going, I mean, you know, it ain't really cool to sweat in the club no more. Yeah. But, oh, you was in a full. You used to go to clubs to dance. Oh, yeah. And have a good time. You was in a full body sweat. I'm about to to make you piss him off right now. Okay, okay. Who's winning the versus battle? E-40 and Buster Rhymes. (laughs) What? E40. E40. All, e, all day. 
E forty. Okay. Okay. It, it's right. a guy. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I didn't e, know that was coming. E forty. Yeah. I kind of had a feeling. It was, the the bay was too strong. It's too strong. You know, you know, he, he ain't bust around. Bay, I like bust too strong. But, it, it, but and I you fuck know, forty man. First, yeah, yeah. First E forty song I ever knew. All the words. Sprinkle me. No, no. I got a mirror in my pocket. And I practice looking, looking hard. Right before I go to bed, I make sure that my mirror's there. <laughs> I come from a broken up home. Ever since I was a youth, I thought that I was grown. There you go. Meet me at the school, nigga. We can get it on. Uh, talking about my mammy. No, I'm going upside your door, man. Hey, that was my Now, let me shit. tell you about that music, okay? That, a lot of people don't know this, too. Y'all probably know, but a lot of people don't. Uh, one one of the first major hitters out of the Bay was MC Hammer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, Hammer. And a lot of people think that because Hammer had the pants and was dancing that Hammer he was some beat, kind. Hammer beat your ass real quick. What do how Andre said it? Run up on Hammer. <laughs> Run up on. <laughs> on Hammer if you shit. want to. Yeah. Listen to uh, MC Search talk about how talk about MC Hammer. You're right. DJ Envy was just talking about like an incident he had with Hammer like maybe about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Where Hammer said, "I wanted to see the coward in your heart." <laughs> Yo. This- <laughs> MC fucking Hammer, nigga. Bro, before I stop, Stanley Burrell. Listen, before I stop uh, listening to Vlad, uh, Search was on there, right? And he was explaining how this is all a legend, and this is yeah. all according to MC Search. MC Hammer said, "I don't know what this nigga talking about," but how he put a hit on MC Search, Bro. and niggas was running around. The goons was Bro. was running around like. Hammer had Bro, goons with him. So, goons. So, so I remember being, I just remember being young and starting to get into rap. And I remember I had my god brother was was like real heavy into it. And I remember listening, let's get it started. I, I like I like the song. Right. And he said, listen to let's get it started. Hammer diss every big uh, MC yeah. right now. Yeah. And nobody, like nobody now niggas came at third base. You had a yeah, couple yeah. people that came after yeah. Hammer. But like he was dissing niggas like Run, run DMC. Nobody wanted that smoke with you him. Don't. When you was going like, anytime that you was going to see him to have smoke, I have Oakland. I have right, the entire. Right. And, and I got my whole hood with bro. Me. The Bay Area music scene is so different and it's so unified. And it's a sound that's like you know. It's I always say it's an acquired taste because you know when we first met Rock, he had never heard of Mac Dre. Ever. Never heard nobody named Mac. He ain't never heard nobody named Keith the Sneak. Who? But once he started hearing that music and that energy hits you yeah. and you hear about what, what that spit they talking about, oh, it changes the game. And E-40, you know, when I when I got to boot camp, I was there with a lot of New Yorkers in boot camp. They used to make fun of me every day, every day in boot camp because, they, you know, they got Nas and, you know, all the greats. And they, yo, son, you know, who your favorite rapper? E-40. One dude was from New Orleans. I'll never forget. He looked at me and said, E-40? The dude sound like water in his mouth when he rapped. <laughs> I said, I don't care. Yeah, I remember what like, uh, that's Rasheed my dude. Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> What's that nigga name? Rasheed <laughs> Wallace. <laughs> oh, man. But you he, know, but I, I, with, I, I do have a hot take when we're talking about that type of music. Yeah. You know, all that East Coast shit that we laud and we love, that shit didn't age well. Mm. And it, it's a lot. Of West Coast hip hop mm. aged incredibly. Yeah, it did. But like a lot After of that. what year? Nigga, if you you can go back to like 93, 94, doggy style still sounds good Ooh. today. Yeah, dude. Murder was the case, case that the, they gave one of the greatest albums still of sounds, all time. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, the, the soundtrack still nah. sounds good. Nah, everything on Murder or the Case don't. I'm not gonna say everything, but like a lot of that West Coast shit still sounds right. 
like good. Some of that East Coast shit, like nigga, I love Biggie, but Ready to Die. I mean, I Ready like to Ready Die doesn't Biggie. sound mm-hmm. great today. Yeah, not all of it. After nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety five was the shift in music where music just sound good. Yeah, and moving forward. Right. But like anything after before ninety five, it's hit or miss. Right. It's really right. hit yeah. or miss. And and you know. You know, every every area has their their hometown hero. You know, down in Atlanta, they was working on their sound. The East Coast was working on their sound. One thing I never understood though was was why one unit would think that they were so much better than the next. When because we we the mecca, this is from here. Yeah. Because everybody, so the people that we watch to tell you what's good or what not. Mm-hmm. Is from that neighborhood. Okay. The source. Yeah. Um. Double XL yeah. vibe. All them midges, All them magazines is in New York, mm-hmm. and all they writers are uh, in New York. Okay. So the music from New York, yo, that yes. shit cool. Right, right, right. So that's right, like right. if if somebody on the Bay had a magazine, E Forty be the greatest rapper of all right, time. Right, 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 and, right. And and that's the only thing that you read hip hop about. Oh, that's what you've been told. Oh, that's right. that's just what it is. That's just what it is. But I don't know. See, because like. Uh, we always fuck with E forty. Some of that shit I was just drawn to. I remember the first, the like, like when yeah. I wanted, but Detroit and Bay is like cousin. When I was young and wanted to rap, the first song that like really influenced me was Young Lay and Mac Mall, all about my oh, fetty. Boy. you know, I just love the way that oh, that Ray Love and them yeah. was just in and out on that beat. Like it, yeah. it's like that pimp talk and like how they talk from being just out in Cali. Right, that shit just sounded smooth. Now, one thing I do want to ask you. Because me and Jay had this thing, yeah. a bucket list of things we never want to happen. Okay. And one of them is going to jail in California. Okay, yeah. So the scene out in Cali, a lot of people, they they see television and they just remember what it is from what they've seen on TV. But, you know, my pops was in jail for a while. One thing he told me was that in jail, you know, um, it's actually okay if you go to jail where you're from. Because a lot of people in there... Are people you grew up with. You know them. You was doing dirt together. So y'all are good. The problem becomes when you get sent somewhere and your people ain't there. Mm. That's when... Or if you're not a nigga that's in the street. Right. And now all the niggas who may be in your town, but like, I'm right. not a street nigga, so I, I fucking hit a kid when I was drunk. Right, And right, now right, I'm in right, prison right, right. and I don't know none of these niggas. Right. So then you in a whole, you in a whole nother world. Yeah. Now I tell you where you don't want to go to jail, Japan... Right. No, no, we we said that nowhere, nowhere no. overseas. You don't want to go to jail overseas. Right. I seen a six foot three, big ass dude get beat down with a. Remember them little them sticks they used to have? It wasn't even a baton. It was like it's a, not even a baton. It's like a, it's like a metal. Yeah, it's pipe. different. Like when they don't got pop, guns pop, 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 and shit, they got to fight. Yeah, yeah, use weapons. I'm like. <laughs> If a nigga came at me with a sword, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you could give me a sword too, but like I probably can block that first one. Right, right, like, right. But, but yeah, but, after yeah. that, it's after a wrap. that you're done, bro. Yeah, Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know. Mexico, you know. But but you know the whole California scene. Um, and I'm glad that the artists that are out now are really doing it. You know, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, Ma- man. I love Mozzie. Mozzie, fuck with Mozzie, dog. And Mozzie from Sacramento, you know, and and Mozzie got a um. Like a street blues kind of rap, you can feel the pain. Yeah, it's like uh, it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's almost a different language. It almost speak to. yeah. Now now up in the bay, we say a lot of different words. And you know, when I'm out traveling and meet people, I, every now and then, you know, 
I may say something, and people just be like, oh, what is this dude talking about? You know what I mean? But I actually took that as a badge of honor when I was younger. You know? I remember being in uh, down in Tennessee, and it was like, man, the lady was out here grimming me and shit, right? And it was like, what's grimmy? Mm. I said, no, like, grimming me. Right. Like, what's grimming me? I'm like, uh, I'll grim. Man, I don't you know what I'm know. saying? Like, grim. Yeah. Right. It, like, it was a whole, I'm like, you know, like y'all talk different. I met a dude. With your accent. Like, right. <laughs> I met a dude from Florida one day and we was talking. This man said to me, uh, we getting ready to ride out. You know, and he looked at me, he said, uh, Jeep. And I was like, I said, what is it? Come again? <laughs> he said, Jeep. Come again, say what? I said, what is a Jeep? He said, did you eat? Uh, I said, eat. Oh, G- G- uh, that's all. One, that's all. One sentence, bro. How did you turn that into? That's impressive. How did you turn that? In? Now, if I were to say to you, like you and me are not from the same place, if I were to say to you, uh, after this, you know, we're gonna hop in a load and dip. You going somewhere? I can use the context. We going somewhere. We okay, gonna there you, you know go. See, so I mean, we could piece it together. You know what I mean? I can kind of figure it out. One thing I've heard is. Who is it that says Joe? Is that Chicago? Chicago. Okay, that's Joe. Okay, Chicago. Um, Atlanta is my boy. My boy. I hear that a lot. Yeah. There's some places down in the south, though, man. Detroit is my baby. Bum. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know where the bum shit started, but that shit just. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you come to Cali, all the people think is the L.A. sound. You know, everything is stressed with the, and you can't come up on the car like that. Yeah. Man, you ain't hard buster. You know, it turns into that. You know what I mean? But in the Bay, when you see somebody from Northern California, it's more of a, hey, let me tell you what we're talking about. And so it's like a more smoother pimp type. You know what I mean? But you can you can, you can can get pretty close to, I'm getting real good at, at picking out New Yorkers. Not only be, being from New York, but what borough they're from. Mm. I'm getting real, and that was the military. I'd be around so many people, you know. But we getting better. I'm getting better, and that's that thing with being able to relate to somebody. To be able to hear them speak and be like, "You from Queens?" They'd be like, "How did he know?" You know what I mean? So then it starts the conversation. But that's yeah, y'all, y'all gotta come out. Y'all gotta come out to Cali with us one time, man. You, have y'all been out there before? Never been to the West Coast. I want to. I've go. been. Oh, we gotta uh, go. What's so crazy? I was just on the, on the phone uh, with my cousin last night, uh, talking about maybe coming out there to Cali and shit. Oh yeah, we gotta go do this. I want to relax and I want to smoke Cali weed. Okay, we can make it happen. Yeah, you gotta cool. get now. There's some things you gotta do. You definitely gotta go to In and Out Burger. Yeah, gotta get Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Coco. Been there, been there. Coco's. Have you ever had? Is Denny's out here? Y'all don't got Denny's, huh? Yeah, Denny's. I got Denny's. What's the one out? Oh, no, IHOP is out here too, right? Yeah, yeah. y'all got IHOP. Carl Jr., y'all got Hardee's, yeah. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, same yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I went there too. I got some cheese. I got some uh, fat burger. Some, some some bacon and cheese fries. Right? We had we had a fat the niggas gave me some fries. <laughs> they put two strips of bacon on it and had me some. Sh- I'm like, no, what the fuck is this, man? <laughs> right, right, you don't right. chop these bacon bits up and give me some squeezed cheese on this motherfucking dog. They literally put two strips of bacon on there, right? And like some shredded. Like, boy, if you don't get this shit, the fuck Bro. out of here. So now this. What should I get him while you're here? Like, yeah, I got to Coney do... Island. Go to Coney. Coney but, but like a real Coney. Coney, Lou's Deli. Like okay. a Coney, like in sweet, a dangerous and neighborhood. Sweet water, and Sweetwater Wings. Sweet. You yeah. got to get some Sweetwater yeah, Wings. Sweetwater Wings. Okay. Now I, now, I got a stupid question for y'all. Eight Mile. The movie. Yeah. Okay. That scene where they was at, is that like a... Is that a thing? Uh, where they was doing the battle? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was is that a real thing? It was like there used to be battles down in St. Andrews. Detroit had a had a more popping battle scene 
back in the day. I mean, you can still find battles now, but it's not that type of app. It's not that. That place is a place. That is a real place. Like Benny, okay. I was supposed to go to the concert on Wednesday, Benny the Butcher, uh, but they he had to postpone it because he was some some about asthma or some shit. Yeah, but St. Andrews, it's a it's a it's a performance yeah, venue yeah, downtown. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. seen Big Crit, uh, T.I. Uh, okay, son, so it is a real. Okay, and, uh, now yeah. I don't feel crazy. Eminem no owns it. Oh, he does? Yeah, he does own it. Okay. Now. Yeah, I got I got to yeah, go. Yeah, don't do that. Now, now, Big Sean, one of y'all boys too, right? Yeah, he's from here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, that's an artist I really like. I fuck with Sean. I need to get him a Doberman. Today. He need to buy a Doberman for me. Yeah, he out there in LA. You know yeah, yeah, Big Sean. I like Big you Sean. Probably make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to make something happen. Um, Yeah, he dropped a project today and shit, so. You did? Him yeah. and, uh, five songs, him and Hit Boy. Him and Hit Boy, a little EP. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice, man. But yeah, the, 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 to, to talk about the music scene, man, I miss it a lot. Being down in Atlanta, I've been exposed to a lot of different different artists. How long you been in Atlanta? About five years now. Okay. Um, it's a different place down there. It is. It's a different place. Just with a California mindset, dealing with people down there, you got to learn how to move differently. Um, I've never seen so many people get robbed at a gas station in my life. You come down here. Come <laughs> Take him to the murder mag. There you go. Right, right, right. What did I just say? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, That's the one from my neighborhood. I, yeah. I've been almost robbed there twice. But see, it's a lot of people moving to Atlanta. Yeah. So the ATLians that are there are already like, well, you, you New Yorkers are coming down here trying to, you know, shine a little too hard. They don't like it. You know, that's why I say you just got to move. Quietly, it's hard for some people to move quietly though. Move but I got respect, or also move respectfully. Move very respectfully. Because if this ain't your hood or where you from, you don't know the law of the land. You don't. Or like you know, if this is a poor area, I probably just shouldn't walk around with twenty thousand dollars on my neck. Shouldn't do it. Cause you looking like food, my nigga. You looking like food. It's not smart. Don't tempt me. Yeah, maybe, I didn't think about. I didn't wake up this morning saying I'm about to rob a nigga, but right. God damn, I'm right, broke right, as hell, right. and you, here go twenty grand in right. front of you, and you and happen I, to I a, just happen to have a good. Right, right, you happen right, to have right. a <laughs> Right, right, right. You just happen to be lacking. Yeah, so. and see me, I've never been. You know, they used to make fun of me because I never. Um, you know, growing up, you know, humble, you know, beginners, I never really developed a huge fashion sense. Yeah, you know, because you just wore what you wore. And then as you grow up, you know, I was just like, all right, I just wear what I wear. But then you, you, we, we went overseas and you see people just shining, just crazy. And I'm just like, bro, you look like a target right now. You, you, you got to be careful with doing that in places that you're not really known or comfortable in. So mm. I try to stay as low key. In places where people are dirt fucking poor. Oh, yeah. You can't do that, man. Relative property is going to get you every time. Man. Yep. You can't be rich around people who poor. Yeah. If everybody poor. All right, cool. Right. But if it's rich and poor, nah. It's not going to work. Relative property is what really get niggas fucked up. Yeah. It's not I shouldn't, work. if, if I can't be able to have, see and have access to niggas who got money when I don't have it, because that's going to really wow. irritate me. And that's oh, really yeah. what happens. Because, like, in areas in the poorest places in the country, in the world, they don't have as much crime as they do in a poor place that's next to, next to a, a place yeah. that has. And see, resources. this is where Atlanta becomes that. Buckhead yeah. is is a you know it's a very affluent area, but right around it, not so much. Zone four, right, right, right. So you got it, it's weird, you know. You see these people just out jogging in the morning with their dogs and all these, you know, Jimmy Choo and all the, and then like literally yeah, right outside of it, cats is looking like okay. That's how DC is. Oh, really? Outside the Capitol? Hell yeah! I mean, you I've like never been there? The the president house, yeah. 
four blocks over, this nigga's running with hot dog carts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you got to have a, a, a pass. Right. I think it was really running with hot dog. I'm like, because when you drive them, like, oh, this is like the hood. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's the White House. Wow. Now, there's some places. I was like 98 when I went to D.C., so. There's some places that are scarier than the hood, and those those are in those backwoods. Mm, I bet. Down south. I've been to a couple of them spots. Let me tell you, bro, there's some spots in Mississippi. I, I can't do it. I just, I just. And they probably don't want you there, no. And they don't. Alabama. Like, that that, that real shit is like, yo, uh, I'm I'm a Second Amendment ass nigga. For, yeah. For sure, for sure. But like when you out so far that like yo something can happen and no one would yeah I don't like will, that will, no, no one's one will going hear to hear the you. bullet sh- the, yeah. the, the, the shot and I'm you gonna good. get buried on somebody land no one will ever fucking know yeah no I'm good I got sixty acres of land good luck yeah start on the east wing yeah, yeah. good luck yeah, yeah no nah, I'm good so yeah I just try to move as safe as I can and uh, you know everything's everything's been working out so far. Man, that's dope, man. Where yeah. can people uh come to ch- check you out online? Yeah, you can come check me out online at theregalempire.com or on Instagram at Regal Empire Dobermans. Mm. Yep. Man, that's what's up. We appreciate that. Definitely. My yeah, I yes. really, really appreciate you guys for having me out Thank here. Thank you for making the trip up. Hey, yeah, man. It's, it, it was good. You know, I fell asleep and woke up and. And I was here, you know, <laughs> so it's all good. But yeah, I look it's forward to it. It's a quick little plane ride. Nothing, from... nothing crazy. You know, nothing. You know, it was spirit. You know, so I had to be ready to drive the plane myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, ready that's, for whatever. I'm you got to be ready for whatever, you know, so it's all good. But uh, yeah, definitely thank you guys for having me up here. It was good yeah, talking with y'all. It. This is a great experience. Yeah, I appreciate man. you. Yeah, they get spirit. They give you like, it's like little bicycle uh, pedals down there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pedal while you're on it or the plane going to stop. You feel me? Hey, everybody got to work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these niggas outside on a plane literally going like lean, this. Lean to the left. Lean to the left. <laughs> yeah, man. It was uh, a wild, yeah. man. But yeah, I'm I'm glad. Thanks again, man. For sure. Uh let me uh You got a whose man's is this? Yo, I do got a whose man's this while I connect this uh audio and shit. Oh, I wanna I wanna say this too, because um Detroit, um Tuesday or is that or oh, November second? November second is a Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, November second. Uh we vote for the mayor, uh, uh City of Detroit. Oh, okay. Um and my whose man's is this is for the current mayor, uh Mike Duggan. This motherfucker ain't campaigned. He ain't went to anything he was invited to. For all intents and purposes, he don't want anybody to even know that there is an election coming up. Um, Anthony Adams is the only person out here been campaigning. He be doing everything. And I get it because he won't have a debate with him, nothing. He, nothing. He won't he hasn't mentioned it at all. Now I get it. The only thing if he does anything, you gonna have something to lose, right? Because you already got the majority of everything. So I get it on the strategy wise, but it's just disrespectful to the people mm. who are in the city. It's disrespectful to the process. It's mm. disrespectful to the process and to the city where they, they want to ask questions in order to find out what's going on with the city. What do you think about this or what have you? And this other gentleman over here who is the most qualified person I've ever seen for running for the mayor um, of any office, y'all heard him on the show. Um, I'm going to repost it. Uh, you know, y'all follow the social medias. I'll repost all that shit. But like, I mean, this is dis- disrespectful, man. Like the your constituents, they don't deserve, they don't earn your right to even say anything. Mm. Like who's man's like this guy who cheated on his wife in office, got divorced, and then he just married his mistress in a quiet ceremony, yeah. all all the while the same media that he he literally told to stand down was 
trashing Kwame for cheating on his wife. Like, this the dude. Like, whose man's is this? <laughs> who's besides Carmanos? Or no, nah, not Carmanos. That's how Kwame is. No. Um uh, all these corporate companies that he got. He, he in his hands in a few key. pockets. Dan Gilbert. <laughs> you know, the 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 mayor of downtown Detroit. Yeah, look, man, if you go downtown, Dan Gilbert owns it all, and he's the mayor, and he tell Mike Duggan what to do. Hey, man, uh, I don't live in the city of Detroit any longer. Um, I just officially switched my address. Um, but if I'm I still did, a Detroit resident. I still plan on getting out and voting for Anthony Adams come Tuesday. Uh, you know, like I said, we had him up here on the show. You know, he gave, he gave a lot of good and potent and pertinent information he was the only one that showed up for the, the round table last night on uh on fox 2 duggan was like no i'm not coming like damn my nigga not even for the news and he answered questions and he he been and he, has, for the and he don't he don't dodge him he don't dodge the questions and i mean we're not the biggest media outlet in the city but he came down here and gave us two hours of his time set and answered every question that we had of him and I know it got him some votes. I know people said I'm voting for him specifically because I heard him on the show. And we and we've swung two elections already. I mean, we did get him in the primaries. You feel me? Now, we, if we get him, if we get him in the office, you know, <laughs> I mean, favors will favors will be called in. All I'm saying is, I got a, a I got a business venture in the city of Detroit. I'm trying to to, uh, to push through, and I'm gonna need some help. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't mind a shop talk podcast in in the middle of downtown. Yeah, mm. I would. I wouldn't mind one. Favors will be called. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we we shook hands. We <laughs> we looked each other in the eye. We we just have to. <laughs> I would. I would just like. We a, made a gentleman's. I would just man. like a meeting with the the mayor knows us. Like we just yeah. like a meeting. Now, Dane, before I play your music pick, um, I'm looking at the title, and I, I just really want to know. I, listen, we fuck with this camp. We fuck. We with do. This crew. We do. I'm looking at the title of this song, and I just want to know. I just want to understand what's going on. Look, I've been listening. My music pick of the week is Ja'Cory Davis. He Shout dropped Ja'Cory Davis. He dropped his uh his third LP junior year. Ja'Cory's on a good run right now. Wonderful run. That that whole camp, him, uh Dave Hill, Baby Mark, Steve's Jobs, you know, everybody coming out that camp yeah, dropping good. quality music. Fact. My my music pick of the week is the East Side Raise Me. Is is the music pick that I'm going with this week. And I just like the vibe of the song. We give a lot of shit to the East Side. We do. But the song was good. It features Perry Rosewood and Steve's Jobs. It's got a got a fly ass vibe to it. Yo, shout out to all these brothers, man. They doing their thing. Much love. The triple seven crew. I, I, I mean it's just weird because because when this episode start off and say, West Side know everybody, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's a whole little clip that we it, got it, there. It you know, is. It is. West Side landlord, the West Side T'Challa. You feel me? And then you got but, a song but, called but, East Side but, Raise Me. But, but still, in real life. But even the sun shines on a dog's ass. Yeah. So the East Side Raise Me is my music pick of the week. I still fuck with this though. Corey, we've been reaching out, man. It's, it's time to come sit down in the shop and have a conversation with us. I told you. Yeah. Look, ay, 
I know this ain't no coincidence, you protecting your innocence. He always complaining about how you acting so sensitive. Girl, you gotta finish it, you never gonna be satisfied. Browsing the old pics like, why don't I see you and I? Know the real is on the east, why you always on the lodge? Doing shit he can't afford, I told you, let's get out and dodge. Tell me when you off, dog. all you gotta do is nod. My nigga sipping sap like Warren, I grew up on Harbor side. Tyler, all the awkward times, see you at the Coney, you be acting like you so surprised. Like it ain't my hood, you took him to, you getting out of line. Claiming that he up 10, but he coming out of dime. You know these hoes love trends. Baby, Fubu 05, I'm a ball 15, like it's live 05. She thick as hell, no kids. Graduated 09, watch these niggas fade out. Japanese sunrise, I'm knowing she won't copy and feel. Just wanna feel, wanna bunch like time up. Brady pass the pill. Yeah, yeah. Wanna bunch like time up. Brady pass the pill. That's my music pick of the week. Eastside raised me off a of junior year by Ja'Cory Davis. You know, the really Corey might be bringing the city back when it comes to music. Where the city went? What you I, mean? I'm back? just not. Maybe let me rephrase that. Not yeah, necessarily bring, flowers, man. Not necessarily bringing the city back, but they got a they got a strong camp. Fact that that drops quality music consistently. Facts. So uh, when I say not necessarily bringing the city back, but they're giving the city a different light because there's a certain Detroit sound. I think certain artists... different sounds in Detroit. Yeah, but they embody a specific sound. I and, they, and they do what they do very well. They got a whole... They got a lane carved out and it's a much needed lane and I, I fuck with... I fuck with it all, man. Everything that come out of there. Say it ain't Porsche... That's the homie. Like everything that they do, I'm I'm a fan of. Yeah, I love Detroit music right now because there there's different genres of hip hop. You get and your rap. Big Shawns, you get your Babyface Rays, your Sada Babies. It's all over the board, but it's it's good quality music right now. Yeah. I'm loving what my city is. Bunch doing. of different camps. So shout out to everybody and shit. All right, man. It's time for the Benediction. So at, at the end of the show, we always open it up first for our guests to. Kind of give out their socials, let people know what they doing, where they from, and where they can get in touch with them. So, Will, the floor is yours first, good All bro. right, all right. Well, once again, this is Will from Regal Empire Dobermans. Please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Regal Empire Dobermans. You can check us out at our website, theregalempire.com. We're out in Atlanta, Georgia, y'all. So, um, if you're in the area, please stop on by. Check out my big guy, Law. Um, we're doing good things, and we just want to say... Thanks to y'all for having us out here. We truly appreciate it. But you can get them puppies anywhere. Yeah, well, well, let me tell you this. You can get the pup. We ship. We will ship them puppies to you. So don't feel don't feel like you can't get one just because you ain't in Atlanta. You just reach out. We'll get that puppy to you. But uh, don't try to get one for free. <laughs> hey, it's your man, Dane, three underscores, 313 on the Twitter, on IG, at me, talk to me. I talk back. Hey, yo. God is good, man, and I'm going to see 40 in a few days. If you can make it out to the birthday, the Halloween hangover, wear your costumes, come out, have a good time, buy up that hookah, support a black business at Navio's Hookah Spot. Uh, I love you and I appreciate you. 40 more summers in the nigga. Let's do it. Yo, shout out to our guest, Will, man. Pleasure having you. Chopping it up. Um, Shout out to y'all for tuning in 286 weeks in a row. Uh, Shout out to my brother, Dane. 40 years the sun is spent around him. Goddamn right. You feel me? <laughs> I, done, I done stood in the middle and watched the bitch go around. <laughs> I mean, that's how it really works, if you feel me. You know, uh, yo, shout out to the homie who uh, shouted that email. Um, 
after the fear episode. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I got a, a chance to look through some of them. Uh, a lot of them the, links. Some of them links. You know what I'm saying. I appreciate. You know, I I really do appreciate people who be tuning in, who don't know us from a can of paint from all across the country. We got some people that, that just that, that chime in every week that we know we're going to hear from. We appreciate y'all. But even the, the people that listen once, the first time listeners, look, man, just a one fan a day, one listen a day. I'm, I'm thankful for that. Long time listeners who never said anything. Yo, shout out to y'all because it, really it really does mean And I know we have events and some of y'all come out every single time. And I'm happy to see you every single time. It's love, we like man. cousins. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, hopefully uh, we'll see some of y'all at the party today. Um, but if not, you know what I'm saying? We catch you when we catch you. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you are. There at. you go. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Daniel. Hell yeah. Peace. I can't